What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome back to the show. If it's your first time joining us, welcome to the show. We post every single Friday. Please subscribe, like it, hit the notification, leave a comment, do all the good stuff that keeps this thing rolling in the algorithm. I appreciate every time you guys watch these videos or listen to these podcasts. It means a lot to keep the Whiskey Ginger train rolling. Uh, my guest today is Heather McMahon. How funny. Go see Heather McMahon live right now on tour. Uh, and also, I'm on tour. Come on, man. Come see me. AndrewSantino.com is where you can get them tickets. We're releasing uh, more cities as we go. Right now, I think there's 16 or 17 that are up there right now. Um, we're going to Cancun uh, for JFL, me and Bubli. Also, Columbus, Pittsburgh, Grand Rapids, Philly, San Diego, Phoenix, Washington, D.C., St. Louis, Kansas City, Chicago, Albany, Portland, Seattle. More, more, more to come. And Atlanta's uh, thrown in there as well. You guys, were uh, we're adding more dates, so andrewsantino.com is where you can get those tickets. Once again, andrewsantino.com. Come see the Tito Cheeto Tour live, baby. Enough rambling. Let's go to the episode. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean it once again today, Heather McMahon. Yay! Hi. Hi. How are you? It's great to see you. Great to see you. Should we have a little... We should. We should have a little something. We should. You don't have a preference for... I really don't. I went to school in Mississippi, and I'm just, you know, I've taken all of the bourbon to the face, all the whiskey to the what face. What did you do in Mississippi? What school is there? Uh, There's a school there? University of Mississippi. <laughs> There's school Ole in Miss. Mississippi? There is. We kind of learned how to read. I, I can read a little bit. Yeah. Have you seen those videos? You're on TikTok, I know. Have you seen the videos of the little girls that are like, Hey, I'm going to text you. I'm going to text you. I'm going to text you. I was one of those girls. Wait, Very you, proudly. You did that thing? Yes, I did. And it's so funny because of my friends in comedy and like just people in LA in yeah. general are like, Heather, you're in a sorority. I was like, yeah, and I fucking thrived. It was, did you? It was the best, yes. See, I feel like that's torture because somebody just told me, my sister, my, yeah. my little sister who just turned 30, came to L.A. for an L.A. weekend with her best friend. Uh-huh. Man, we treated these brats really well. They mm-hmm. got way too much. By the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. they got treated like <laughs> they don't deserve what we got. We took them out to fancy restaurants. And uh-huh. they, anyway, she told me that a girl that she knew would get fined if she missed meetings and stuff. Like, like they would send you a physical monetary fine. Yeah, you did. If you didn't make it a chapter or if you didn't, like, participate in, like, philanthropy stuff, you did get a fine. Really? Now, listen, if, when I look back on it, did I maybe... Was it paying for friends? Probably. Did little I need... Bit. Little bit. Did little I bit. need to do that? No, because no. I was still popular as hell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it was actually just a ton of fun. Like, people, I think, have such a different idea about it, but yeah. I just had a really great time and... You know, drank a lot and then did like philanthropy work. And what was the sorority? Uh, Delta Gamma. But see, we were founded at Ole Miss. The DGs. The DGs. The Dick Grabbers. Yep. Nothing goes down faster than an anchor. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Anchor up, sisters. You know Uh what, though? I've, I've, they're, it's all, I have nothing against them. Yeah. Uh, I went to Arizona State, but my, it was a huge Greek, huge Greek life. uh, Yeah. But when I was in school, Mm -hmm. while I was there, Greek got kicked off of campus. This guy named Michael Crow, who came in as a president. Crow, what a mean name, too. Yeah. The Crow came in and he cleaned <laughs> up the school and he wiped out the, the the fraternities because there was a there was a porn company called Shane's World. You can Google this. Shane's okay. World. And they were doing porn on campus on the foot, on the heels of um Girls Gone Wild. Right. Remember, that became so viral in like the late 90s. 
viral. That wasn't a thing yet. But it became so popular that, like, this Shane's World guy was doing this. So he would go to college campuses and make kids have sex with porn stars that are in frats and stuff. Oh, okay. That was not happening. These guys were wearing their fraternity stuff. So they got busted. This became part of this big scandal at ASU. And now, to this day, you can Google map it, where the school, you, where those houses used to be. Flattened land and they're building buildings there now. It's the weirdest. So all the fraternities got kicked off. The houses are gone. You can't. Oh. There's no houses on campus. You can still have a fraternity. Yeah. But you, they house frat houses couldn't be on campus any longer. So in you Al- could have it in a private residence somewhere. Yeah. In Alabama, they had old school lo- rules. Like at Auburn, they don't have sorority houses because if you gathered, it's a whorehouse. Yeah, it's a whorehouse. I've heard of that, but that and it is to some yeah. degree. <laughs> Honestly, so give me your glass. Just a bunch of hussies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that is right. That's an old Southern law. It's like you're yeah. not allowed to have. What did you know the do you know the actual um terminology for it, whatever it is? I'm gonna no, open up this all I, I don't, but um, you know, listen, was I slutty in college? Sure was. Am I proud of it? Yeah, a little bit. Were you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, for the most part. You seem like you might joke about it, but you might not really mean it. <laughs> do you understand what I mean by that? <laughs> I hear you. I you hear. seem like I do you have might a lot be... of self-worth though. So like I'm a confident yeah. person. So I, I do look back on some of the people that I dated in college and I was like, oh. What happened there? You know what I mean? Like they were total pieces of yeah, shit? Yeah, they were pieces of shit. Yeah. And I was like cute and kind of had my shit together. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Was I slutty? Maybe not. Maybe I was. See, I know you weren't. Yeah, okay. You seem too smart to be, don't take a sip before you choose oh, me. You okay. kidding me? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm are so you, sorry. Are you kidding I'm me? <laughs> Irish <laughs> law? <laughs> Irish law. I know, and I'm Irish. I, I You go to prison for that. I know. I'm sorry. Okay, uh, cheers. This is cheers. some Rare. Cheers. Look me in the eyes. That's yep. the only way to do it. And then Great. a little sip. Mm-hmm. Mm. A little bit of Eagle Rare. Good for the soul. Oh, yeah, it really I also is. got you some ginger ale if you wanted some Thanks, I'd love a little ginger ale. Um, so, wait, I want to know more about your whole story. We're, yeah. We're only familiar with each other via the internet. We are. But, yes. But what's happening nowadays um, is I feel like I'm getting a better collection of seeing more people that I didn't know much about because of the internet. So while it's a total curse and disgusting, yeah. the blessing is I get to like see people that I'm like, oh, I think that's great. What they're doing is something I would have never seen in my direct circle or, you know, I just can appreciate more lengths of talent now that I didn't get the opportunity to when we were young in comedy. Right. Because you didn't know. Like, unless you saw it in your direct circle, you didn't know what other people were up to either in different cities or even even in different groupings of of comedy circles or right. whatever you want to call it. Um, and I also kind of didn't take a traditional route. Like, I was doing stand-up in New York, and then I moved out to L.A., and I was doing sketch and improv, and mm-hmm. I loved to wear a wig and do characters and write funny shit. And so I was always writing my own shit. And I was out here, and I was auditioning, and I was literally, like, putting in the time, doing the work. And then I like, what was it, 2016. Uh, and in 2015, my dad died really suddenly of cancer. And so mm. I was like, I'm going to go home to Atlanta just for a couple months, help my mom and sister figure out what the next step is. And then that turned into like two years. And then that's when I basically, I mean, I was still doing comedy in Atlanta, but because I was there, I started putting everything up on the internet and it just took off. And like, I was like, fuck this. I don't need to be in New York or LA right now. Right. I can be close to family and still do what I love. And then it just spiraled from there. And wow. Yeah. And you're great. still living in Atlanta. Yeah. So I moved back to New York. I, I'm just, I literally go New York, LA, Atlanta. I just a little triangle like every right. two years. And then my husband and I just moved back to Atlanta during the pandemic. But he's from New York. So I drug a Yankee down south. Oh, he's from New York. Is he Jewish? Uh, he's not. He's Italian. Oh, yeah. one, okay, one of the good ones. Yeah, one of the good ones. I'm kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hard Italian Catholic. Yeah? yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What's his first name? D- but he does not have an Italian name. It's Jeff Daniels. Like the actor. Really? Yes. Yeah, but that, you know what, what am, who am I saying really? My name's Andrew Santino. Right. And I'm, I look like the map of Ireland, but, right. my, but I'm Italian. <laughs> but it is actually annoying in the film business or television business when people go, 
they hear Santino, uh-huh. every crew guy always has a joke. They're like, well, I thought Santino, I thought I was going to see, you know, big, you know, a big he old wop. balls. Yeah, big old wop a It was like, <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm just a big leprechaun. And yeah. that's the second thing I get, because I'm Italian, my... My Italian side is very tall, mm-hmm. big people. Yeah. Like my grandmother was a big woman, like big, tall yeah. and Jeff's family is, heavy. they're all tall. Huge. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm six one and some change, so every time someone goes, you're taller than I thought you'd be. Because the Irish thing, we always get these little leprechaunist yeah. vibe about it. They think we're little tiny troll people, but there's some of us that got some good blood that mixed right and were tall. I'm a good mix. I'm Italian. I'm Scots-Irish. We did like the whole... Maiden you were pillaged voyage. a lot. I was pillaged a lot. A we lot. did the maiden voyage uh, when I was in college. My dad took us to Scotland for a month. Like, he mm. wore a kilt, the whole vibe. Of course, it's like that, what is it, like that Chase commercial where you find out you're more Irish than Italian, or, or Scottish, and there's nothing to do in Scotland in the summer because it's like 40 degrees, and so all we did was just drink heavily with my dad <laughs> in pubs. Sounds like, fine. It was great. It was great. Um, but yeah, I mean, just, but my mom's like super Italian from Boston, but also she's Italian-Irish. It's just... You know, the Italians hate the Irish. It's a whole fucking thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, in Chicago, particularly, it's, uh, I used to have, like, you know when you do radio? Well, I don't know if you ever did this, but when I used to go on tour and you do, like, um, you know, local radio, yeah. and they'd always want setup jokes. And when I was 23 or 24, and I was, like, really trying to get out there and do shitty rooms and all that stuff, the setup joke I always had that they would always say, that was a radio guy. I'd be like, oh, you can't believe you're Italian. You know, you, 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 you look Irish, da da <laughs> And I go, this is what happens when an Irish girl tries to get back at her at her father. She fucks the biggest Italian in town, and you get a full size <laughs> leprechaun. And they would all be like, "It's that Friday," you know. But it is so true. It's just like, yeah, we the, the those two cultures were pushed against each other in the neighborhoods like Chicago, Boston, yeah. New York. So of course you were going to get these. I'm a, I am a not a rare breed, but Americans tend to think they don't see a lot of Irish talents. They just do. They don't know. I yes. just look so ridiculous. You would never. You just look like a white woman, and I'll take it. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, you are. Yeah, like a touch German. You know, I've got the broad shoulders and the blonde Maybe. hair. I don't yeah. know. Your face is really nice and symmetrical. Thank you. And you're very pretty. Thank so you. So I wouldn't put you in like an ugly immigrant category. Okay. Like I can take. You know, they can go. That's an Irish something. Yeah. Or a pig from up north. They can see me. They think I'm a pig <laughs> from up from way up. I, I'm not even that southern. Like I was born in Georgia, but because my mom's from Boston, but I know how to like put it on if I need to. Right. Like especially in LA, I'll put it on sometimes like, y'all, I'm so lost. Like at the Grove, <laughs> you know? And I'll just like get shit for free. That's what it is. That's if you, what you want. If you put it on, when I lived in New York, I'd put it on sometime. My mom was like, Heather, the way to find a man is just to go down to Wall Street in like a Kentucky Derby dress with a map, like a physical map. And be like, somebody help me. I'm lost. That's funny. And um, that's how I found my husband. No, I found him in a gay bar. But Wait, you've met your husband in a gay bar? Yes, because he comes from this like super Italian family and his two cousins are brothers and they're both gay and they were like, we want you to meet this girl Heather, she's a blast. And so we went out and it was Jeff and his two gay Italian cousins and he was like six, he's like six three, walked in the bar and I was like, oh, I'm going to marry him. I just said it yeah. out loud. Did you really? Yeah. You knew right away. I knew right away. Isn't wow. that weird? Well, no, because you pro- the attraction level was probably through the fucking roof. It was, but when I look back at a photo of, oh, we took like a group photo that night. I mean, this was 10 years ago. He looked terrible. He was ugly back then? What? He was just pale, like thinning hair. Hey, he hey, looked hey, hey, sick. Hey. No, no, no. But I'm We t- all look like that, us yeah. whites. No, no, no. I know we do, but to the point where it was like, he looked unwell. You yeah. know what I mean? And you needed to gussy him up a little bit. Yeah. But well, I'm, yeah, there was something about him. He walked in. I was like, well, this is it. Wow. What, did, what was he missing, you think? Just love. Yeah, just I think love. when men look ugly, it's probably they're missing love. But he was still really handsome. It was just a rough night for him, you know? Oh, he was just I don't know right. if he was like, you know, coming off a bender or something. He just looked sweaty <laughs> and hairless, you know? And but, I, but now you've got right now. him yeah. teed up. Just teed up. So do, so because you're from the South, are you into like, 
all this chivalry? Are, do you still want those things to exist? Because that's very Southern sentiment. Yeah. That I'm a Northern guy of Chicago to hear. I never really felt, my dad's from the South. Right. But I never really, but he's from the mountains of North Carolina. So it's like, that's. So that's Appalachian, like. As a, as a that's weird, a weird thing. Those are weirdos. That's a weird thing. Those are weirdos. Yeah. But they, but they still have, they preserve when we go down there. You still do get that vibe of very much like, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, hold the door and all that. All the, do you vibe with that stuff or no? I will never say no to somebody opening the door for me right. or like a greeting. My big thing is, and I, Italians do this too, but our big thing is if you come to my house, there's a full fucking spread. Like I have dinner reservations made for three weeks. I'm going, to, I'm going to host you. Mm-hmm. I get really uncomfortable when I go into other people's homes and there's like, there's not a charcuterie plate out or right. a sweet treat or a pimento cheese and a toasted crostini. <laughs> like I just need that. That's how I was raised. Yeah. Um, no, but I mean, I still say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am to some, you know. You do. My friend's parents. And then they're like, oh, Heather, call me Brenda, you know. But I, yeah, I do a little bit. <laughs> do you call them by their first name? Yeah, I do. I'm so scared. I'm really? almost 40 years old. I'm still scared <laughs> of my fucking parents' friends. I call them Mr. and Mrs. by their last names. What I do you call, call your in-laws? Do you call them by, by their, their first, first name? names? Okay. Yeah, 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 I guess I do. Only because, you know, there's friends that I have that call them mom and dad. That's, no. Creeps never. me the fuck out. Creeps me That's the fuck out. That's not my mom and dad. You're not my mom. That's her mom and dad. Yep, 100%. Yeah, I don't like that. And I hear that sometimes. And I'm like, what? What? That is, this is also a thing. And look, I don't have kids yet. Uh-huh. But, but I'm, you know, people say, you'll change. You'll know when you get kids. <laughs> right. I, to this, I'm going to, I've said it on here. It's going to be solid for the rest of my life. My child, boy or girl, yeah. will never call me daddy. Ever. Never call you daddy? Ever. All of my friends make fun of me because even my dead father, I called him daddy. Yeah. And literally, my Mm-mm. girlfriends fucking roast me. Because my mom says it in like a Boston action, like, Heavy, you, you know, daddy or your father. And so she would always call call him daddy. Right. So then, or therefore, I was. Yeah, she called him daddy. She That's how you daddy. got made. But then That's I how you got him. made. It's so fucked up. Yeah. I should talk to somebody about it. But yeah, sometimes <laughs> I'm when I'm talking to my sister, I'm like, remember how daddy would do such and such? Mm. And it's fucking weird. It's You're weird. right. I'll accept it. I'm owning it. But you know what? I get this love for when girls call dad daddy. Yeah. I get it. Like, my mom did that, I think, to her dad. And I get it. But there's a piece of me that because times have changed and the verbiage of things has changed. Right. And the way we say stuff. The, the meanings of it, daddy is just, it's gone. We lost the innocence of daddy. We did, but I would never call my husband daddy. I would never be like, daddy. In a private way, maybe? No, not even like a sexual way. I'm never going to be like, daddy, come over here. <laughs> Give me that dong. Like I, He no. might like it. He might. He might really <laughs> like it. You never I know. I don't know, because right now he's living in my dead father's house. Like we oh. moved, yeah, we moved in and like took over the the McMahon compound. So that might be weird for him. If I'm like daddy, and he's he knows that like my father's there ghost a, could be. Don't in say yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> looming above. Yeah. yeah. As a comedian, do you feel like you have to kind of take the piss out of your father being gone because there's no other way to like? Or you don't seem like someone who sits in sadness. I don't, and actually, um, well, like. The tour that I'm doing right now, um, the last, like, 20 minutes is all stories about my dad dying, like, the specific things that happened to him dying. Because oh, wow. it was so fucking insane. Um, so, no, I think find it very cathartic to talk about it. Mm. And, like, I did his eulogy at his funeral and roasted him, and it was just like, I fucking crushed. <laughs> so, no, we're not a sad family. Like, right. even at the funeral, we were just giggling. I don't know. Like, what else are you, is there to do? It's hard. 
You know, it's it's hard when like like my the the big dog of our family is my grandfather, mm-hmm. who I based like my entire life on. Like he was the funniest dude I ever knew. He was a Chicago firefighter. Yeah, like a vet. Like everything about him was cooler than anything I could ever become. Right. So when he died, it was miserable. I was sad. I didn't really know how to feel. I walked around fucking West Hollywood for like five hours one afternoon. I remember just walking and walking, and you know, like I wish I could have had a video camera recording me. Walking by, like, being somber, walking by, like, Hamburger Mary's with, like, you know what I mean? Like, fucking drag, drag Tuesday bingo or whatever. People are shaking just, fucking big tits. And, and you're just weeping. Dead yeah. grandpa. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, but that whole idea, like, no, people were kind of somber in their vibe, but we all had to fuck around about it. We always, joking about him was the only way because all he did was joke. He joked around a lot. That yeah. was his whole thing. And the only time he lost it was when he was on his way out. Like, did your father have a sense of humor? Or no? Oh, absolutely. On his deathbed, he was just fucking ripping jokes. I yeah. mean, um, yeah. And the, the thing is, too, I love a cancer joke now because my dad died of cancer. Which but one? Just just all of them. Any, any oh, which cancer? Yeah. <laughs> like, which your dad had all the cancers? Joke? Actually, he did. You know what was wild? From the day of diagnosis to the day of death, it was one fucking week. So we had pancreatic cancer, but we didn't know. Mm. And he went in and they misdiagnosed him with like diabetes. I mean, the guy was a large Southern man, but he was like, you know, yeah. didn't have diabetes. And then, so it turned out it was like pancreatic that had sp- metastasized, spread to his liver, his stomach, all this shit. But it was a week. So like, I didn't wow. go through that process of like, okay, we have a fighting chance with chemo. We're going to do this or that. Right. So I'm just savage. And then other people will come to me and, you know, like in this cancer world. And it's kind of funny because people will sometimes try and one up each other with like what they had to go through with mm-hmm. watching their parent pass. I'm like, we had one fucking week fuckers. It was done. Right. I'm, you know, I'm glad he went quickly. Like, thank God. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't have put up with his ass. Well, <laughs> <laughs> And I love him. And he would have been like, take me out. You know what I mean? Right. If that's the way... It had to be. I'm glad that he went quickly and and not in a ton of pain. So. Well, that's. I feel feel like that's the best way. We've talked about it on this show before. People sometimes people are like, well, why do you have to talk about death? Because oh, it's God. fucking real. Because it happens. Because it happens. Rick. That's right, Rick. You're gonna die, Rick. Dick. You're gonna get pancreatic cancer. Buckle the fuck up. A guy typing right now named Rick is like, oh my, oh my god. god. <laughs> no, but I feel like the what I always ask people, what's your preferred way? Mm, what's my preferred way? Like, what would be your if you're like, I want to die in this peaceful way. This is my way to go. Where is it? I don't want to <sighs> know when. I'm not saying it. Don't be an omen of your future, but like, yeah. Probably to, a boat crash in the Turks and Caicos. That makes perfect sense for you. I go down to the Turks and Caicos. <laughs> I ride this very sexy boat um, called the Mamba, and I just do my thing. And I, you know, yeah. I'm usually very drunk on that boat. Oh, I know yeah. the captains well, but maybe they take a sharp turn when I'm, you know, 94 and I'm going <laughs> for a sunset cruise. <laughs> I hit my head on a rock. It's over. Good I'd night. be fine with that. Yeah. And then, you know, my funeral will be in the Turks and Caicos. You'd have a Calypso band, rum runners at the funeral. Blum, 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 blum. Fucking dream Heather come true. Dead. Heather is dead. <laughs> blum, 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 blum. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Is your husband there? Uh, he, yeah. Yeah, I will outlive him. You will. Oh, yeah. So he actually no, he's falls gone. off. Yeah. He's gone. He fell off the yeah, boat. He fell off the boat. Yeah. He this died. is a, it. No, he died a couple of years ago. Before, right. And I'm there with my young boyfriend. Ooh, how old is he? Um, Not too young. So if I'm in my 90s. 60? 60. Yeah. Can still get it up, but... Like, he just sold his company for, like, $16 billion. Absolutely. And he's like, Heather, let's go... Oh, he's foreign, isn't he? Oh, for sure. He's 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 like a real Italian. Oh, yeah. Because my husband's American-Italian, but I want, like, real Italian, you know? Is that what they sound like? That's what they sound like. Real Italian. Real Italian. Mamma mia. Let's let's go for a cruise. (laughs) Yeah. You go for a little cruise. Uh Uh-huh. You know what happens? He drops his uh, glasses off the boat, and he goes to grab them. As he goes down, boom. Yep. He's dead. 
right? Uh-huh. You're on the boat and you're like, well, I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm partying in Turks and Caicos. Listen, I got to finish these drinks. Yeah, I got to uh-huh. party. Uh-huh. So you're 94 and then you subsequently meet your t- un- un- unfortunate untimely death. Yeah. Because you were partying too hard at 94. You're getting ripped. Tops off. Tits, tits, tits out. Tits out. Tits out. Tits out. Pina coladas down the areolas. <laughs> and then I fall off the boat and hit my head. Honestly, <laughs> writing that down on the vision board. Cheers. You know? Cheers. I, I feel like that's the way to do it. <laughs> it's got to be. Mine's you less, m- uh, just crossing the street one day. Oh. I just want to have a heart attack in the middle of a major intersection. And uh, I want everyone to st- I want everyone's lives to stop and be inconvenienced by my <laughs> like a school bus full of children has to witness this yeah. as well. Okay, yeah. yeah, I want like I just want a major, ma- like a four lane intersection uh-huh. <laughs> to just have to stop. Their whole lives are put on pause because of traffic me. backs up. Yeah, all of it. People, People get out are of the late. Ca- you know, they get out of the car. What the yeah. fuck's going on? That thing. And I'm in the middle of there, and they're yeah. trying to save me. And some guy's like, fuck you, asshole, he's dying, you know? Yeah. Guy's like, I gotta go! You know, I want that. I want mm-hmm. chaos during my death. I hear you. Yeah. See, I want a search crew. They have to go then find my body. Right. You know? Right. But uh, yours is luxurious. It's in Turks and Caicos. It is. It is very luxurious. Mine's in fucking, you know, Sherman Oaks. Like, I, yeah, <laughs> mine's gonna be a shitty, weird yours valley is around death. around the corner. You know what a I want? A weird valley I, I want death. It, I want it way north. You know what I want it? I what? want it, like, by Six Flags. I want it way oh, up north. Yeah, yeah. Valencia. Like Chatsworth. By the outlet malls or something. Right. Oh, honestly, I thrive in a fucking outlet mall. You I do? will never pay for anything full price. Good for you. And I don't know if you're like this now, like with a certain level of celebrity. Like, I don't go to see. I never have to go to like a CVS because I just get toiletries sent to me free. Well, Amazon. All the time. It, well, Amazon, by the way, for me, it's like I. Can, I don't think I've ever left. I don't think I leave the house. Period. I, well, I don't, but it's just I get free shit sent to me. Like you get free, like oh, well, all day because you're a babe. But, you get babe stuff. I get babe stuff. You get cool like makeup and hair stuff. We all of it. Guys don't get any of that stuff. You don't. Yeah, but what do I need from CVS besides uh, just poop paper and? Yeah. That's all I get really. Poop paper, soap. I don't, none of that. Well, if you want some free stuff, just let me know what you want, and I'll get well, it sent to you. Am I pretty enough? You are pretty enough. All you're right. gorgeous, redhead. Send it to me, will you? Don't yeah. flirt with me while your husband is listening. All right? I won't. I what does he do? He's not in the business. No, he's. Oh, thank God. You don't no. have to talk about him if you don't. No, want No, it's to. fine. I talk about Jeff all the time. Hey, honey. Um, no, Jeff is in real estate, but he's technically, I guess, retired right now and just plays golf full time. Hell yeah, Jeff. Because he said he's going to wait for the market to cool down, whatever he's, the fuck that means. No, he's got a strategy. He does have a strategy. I'm a golfer too, so I sympathize with Jeff. I, I am too. We got to play. We talked about. I know this. we have to go, but you know what? Daddy's got a a bad back. I have a herniated disc oh, right now. Fuck. I'm dealing with a hernia right now. In my where dinner. is it? The L five? L four, L five, S one. Oh, you're fucked. I'm all over the place. You really are. I know. I don't know what to and do. And I got sciatica. I <laughs> do. I do down my I leg right now. Yep. So I go to physical therapy twice a week now. The guy's very nice. The only problem with stuff like this is now if you do get recognize that stuff which you know this is like champagne problems and people at home are like fucking care but it is a little weird because when you're in the medical world and people recognize you it's kind of strange because they do want to talk to you a little bit about Uh if they know you right so that's weird for him like work out and he'd be like let's do you know Let's do 10 of these stretches. Also, uh, what's going on? What are you working on? And you're yeah. like, I don't want to fucking. You know, it's weirder getting waxed. Oh. Having somebody in, like, basically inside Dig of you. Digging in your bush. Dig it in. Or like my gyno and I are very close. And I just went through like freezing my eggs. So like my entire fertility team, they were, you know, they and know. And they're everything. all fans. And they're all fans. And I, here, this is a crazy thing. I, when you go to freeze your eggs, nobody tells you what you're doing. And I had to do it. I, I want kids, but maybe not tomorrow. Sure. And so I knew I was going to be touring and shit. So I was like, let's do it now. But then I found out that I had like a low fertility. So then they were like, bring the specialists in. They're like, okay, oh. we got to get these eggs while we can. They send you home with a batch of fucking drugs. They do not tell you how to do it, how to mix it. I'm like, I have a theater degree from the University of Mississippi. Like, there's <laughs> no way that I know how to do this. <laughs> so... 
There wasn't I, a prerequisite about freezing your eggs in the theater? They no, didn't, there yeah. wasn't. No, it's some bullshit. Yeah. yeah, they should. Um, and so I was talking about it on my podcast one day, and one of the nurses was listening, because I was pre-batching the drugs, like Walter White. Like, I would just pre-batch <laughs> all the syringes, because you have to give yourself, like, five shots a day, and then I put them in the fridge. So it didn't work the first round. So the nurse listened to my podcast, and she, the doctor calls me and she's like, I don't know who the fuck you are. Like, I don't know that you do comedy, but you were doing this completely wrong. So if I didn't talk about it out loud, I would have had no idea to do it again because I had done it wrong well, the first time. Thanks for the information, yeah. lady. Why yeah. the fuck wouldn't they tell you how to do it? Exactly. They yeah. send you home with a pamphlet, but again. And by the way, this isn't cheap. This isn't like fucking. No, it's this, very expensive. That's what's annoying is the idea of all, everything around fertility mm-hmm. is kind of like who nobody knows, nobody talks about it. It's kind of like a dirty little secret in some degree. Yeah. And uh, it's so fucking expensive. And they treat it as if like, well, whatever. Yeah, like what? It's it's fine. We'll figure it out. It's like no mother. What the fuck? I get they they don't care because they deal with it. It's such a high volume. It's almost like when you go to the ER, right? And the ER doctor is he like gushing blood out of your face, and, and you're like, help! Oh, the ER doctor's like, come on, right yeah. this way. They've yeah, seen yeah. it a billion times, <laughs> right? So I get it, but it is also weird in the health world. No one really tells you about. Like I had to go get. Uh, to go see if I sw- could swim. Yeah, and how was that for you? Did was, you have to go to the clinic, or did you jack I up went, at home? I jacked at the clinic. They okay. asked me to jack at the clinic because they say it's it's more it's uh it's fresher. Well, the guys are st- you know they're still the swim they still yeah. their arms are loose. My husband had to do to test it at first. He did it at home, mm. and then he texted me and he literally <laughs> he had to put the little jar. And it's hard for people that don't know you can't j- you can't you have to be a, it's got to be a dry rub. Yeah. And can't uh, put any lotion. Can't on put it. any lotion on, and then on top of that, you have to basically like catch it in the cup because mm-hmm. the tip of your dick can't touch the cup. That's right. And so my know, hu- it's it's playing operation. You have yes. to play operation with your penis in the cup. Exactly. Right. So he texted me. He's like, "Secured the bag, babe," and like took a photo of him like walking. <laughs> oh and I was like, God. "I hate you. I will not have children with you." I love you. this guy. I, he's great. I love this guy. We'll play golf. Yeah, you'll, you'll love but him. By the way, that's the move. He, yeah, he wanted to tell you it it worked. Yeah, because it is kind of it's hard to do anyway. Because you're thinking about it. Yeah. And jerking off should never be, masturbation should never be a time when you're like thinking about uh, how and what the best way to come and where and like, is this the best load? Am I giving them the best samples? Right. All that stuff should never enter your mind. Yeah. But it does. And mine was at the clinic. It was annoying. And there were these two Latino girls at the front desk who I know were making fun of me. No, here's the thing. I this is the it. thing. All the men who walk in, like when you're walking to these fertility clinics, there'll be like 40 women there Mm -hmm. because you have to go every single day to get your blood drawn while you're doing it. And these guys walk in and they all feel that way. Like, oh, everyone's looking at me. Nobody gives a fuck. (laughs) Most of the women in there are like, fuck my husband. Fuck this guy. I'm on hormones. I'm raging. I don't touch me. I'm sweaty. Like, my tits hurt. I I don't want to be near you. Right. So so while you were projecting that, they didn't give a fuck. Well, I can tell you, you may be right in most scenarios. I was the only person in this place. (laughs) It's closing. Yeah. It's 4 p.m. Oh. They close at 4.30. And did you take, like, 25 minutes to jack off? I sure did. Oh, yeah. I waited to let, right? It was like, three, two, Two. one. (laughs) And then I went, in here. We pour whiskey. Hey, dogs can be a real mystery. I've got a puppuccino of my own. The Cubster Pubster love her to death. Read all about her. Uh, they can be a true mystery. And uh, Embark has found a way to help you find their past. Uh, Embark is the best way to start decoding your dog. It's your dog decoded. It allows you to learn about the pup's breed, ancestry, health, traits, and even find your dog's relatives. Come on! Your dog's family could be out there somewhere out there in a land I... I don't know. I remember it. Embark detects over 350 breeds and screens for over 200 plus genetic health risks so you can know how to best care for your pup and create a training and health plan. I think this is incredible. 
uh, we sent our info out for our puppuccino. Uh, we found out that she's uh, Maltese Cocker Spaniel uh, Poodle Terrier. She's got a lot of different uh, breeds inside of there. And health risks, too, uh, which is something uh, to, to look out for. Uh, things that can make uh, your dog not be so good later in life and certain things that they're allergic to and what they don't want to eat. Um, they take a dog swab and analyze at a lab facility. And at the lab, they extract your pup's DNA and run it in a custom-built genetics chip, which is a proprietary DNA microarray that collects over 200,000 genetic markers. It produces an incredibly detailed view of the dog's genome, which Embark runs through their bioinformatics pipeline. They even have world-leading canine geneticists on staff to make genetic discoveries to help reach their mission of ending preventable diseases in dogs. That's incredible. Come on, man. Your dog's results be delivered online with no hassle. They'll even provide a printed report, which is a PDF that can be downloaded and printed. That's pretty cool, man. Learn your dog's inner secrets with Embark, the highest-rated dog DNA test. Right now, Embark has an offer for their breed and health kit. And our listeners can get it right now. Go to EmbarkVet.com to get free shipping and save $50 off your Embark breed and health kit with promo code WHISKEY. Visit EmbarkVet.com and use promo code WHISKEY to save $50 today. Find out your dog's past. Hey, everyone's trying to get in shape uh, all year round. We're trying to do it. Post-COVID is still, you know, our bodies are flubby. We need to fix it. Copilot is a one-on-one fitness and nutritional um, experience that pairs you with a dedicated coach. Uh, to form lasting lifestyle changes, your coach will provide unlimited personalized workouts, nutrition, guidance, and constant contact to keep you on track while being 100% remote. That's the best part. Use this incredible app. I got an Apple Watch. Copilot uh, coordinates everything through the app, and the Apple Watch can tell you everything you need to know, how to do the workouts, and my friend Olivia, who I work with on there, my purse trainer. You can say that now. You're fancy. My personal trainer. Olivia helped me uh, through all sorts of different workouts, including stretches, because right now, you know, I have a back injury, so it's kind of great to work with Olivia and learn what I should be doing, what I shouldn't be doing, my swim schedule, my run schedule. Um, I think it's pretty amazing what Copilot's done. If you've never tried this out, you really should uh, download the Copilot app, and if you have a smartwatch, it'll uh, upload it there, and you can hear her talk right through the watch into your ear. It is pretty incredible. Uh, They believe that everyone deserves the opportunity to live a healthy life and change real lasting changes achieved through a series of small daily choices that stack up to a lifelong habit. And that's much easier to make those choices with a co-pilot coach by your side. Get yourself a co-pilot. Today, Whiskey Ginger listeners can try it for free. You try it for free today. Get 14 days of free training and coaching by using this link, mycopilot.com slash whiskeyginger. Go to mycopilot.com slash whiskeyginger. Try it out for free. Ginger. I like gingers. But no, these two women were very mad that I went that late. But the, my doctor had said, let's run the tests just to see, you know, for the future. Let's mm-hmm. run the test to see what you're like. And I had no time to go because I was touring and doing this other right. thing. And then it was like, this was the only day. Yeah. So they called over and my doctor was like, hey, can you hold a spot? They were pissed about that. You know what I mean? I went into mm. the restaurant right before they closed you the kitchen. You got special treatment to go jack off. That's right. Yeah, there you go. I got a doctor's note. There you go. I'm supposed to be here to come, please? And yeah, they were so annoyed. You could feel she was like... And then also they had noise machines. Like, what? do you have white noise machines at your house? Yeah. They have them everywhere in the jack off area. Well, you've never been because you don't I go didn't, over there. No, I didn't go but there. But they, they click them on. Yeah. And it's weird because at some point you are jerking off with in the background. Uh-huh. That's more distracting for some reason. 
than hearing the cricks and creaks of the real world. And what did you do? Did you bring in your own porn? Were you just like YouTubing this? iPhone. Yeah, yeah iPhone. There iPhone. you go. Well, because they ask you if you want porn, and you're like, I'm not going to touch anything. <laughs> I don't want a magazine no. that a million other men, and Yuck. they're like old, Ugh. and they're a little sticky, crusty. Yeah. I looked through their DVD collection. Yeah. Nothing was good. Nothing was good. It was all old school porn. Back when, you know, that was when porn was normal, when it was like. But see, uh, that's what I like. Oh, I you like, like regular porn. I like old school, give no. me a, a little vintage porn. It's getting too wild. Yeah, it is. It's out of control. And now it? everything always says like, like young teen. I'm not clicking on that. Even if she, I know they're adults, yeah. I don't want that. Right. I don't want anything even on my browser that ever se- seemed that there was something young. What like, if it says old bitch? Old dude, old bitch. Let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> that's your favorite. Yeah. Geriatric porn. Geriatric. Just two sensible yeah. people. Two sensible se- senior citizens. Well, that's, and you know what? It's all consensual. It's in the same age range. I and get you're it. like, they still got it. You're excited right. for them. Right. Yeah, it makes me wonder. It is really funny that the, that the social rules about sexuality are so odd about youth. And and the, the, the irony is that that most porn you open up, you're like, these are 20-year-olds, 19-year-olds. and I, All of them. I'll tell you what. It, and mo- you can poll most women. Any porn that where it starts off where the girl starts giving the guy head, I'm immediately like, next, roll through it. Yeah, you're out of it. I want to start my own porn company for women, and it's just nobody gets a blowjob. <laughs> it's called nobody gets a blowjob. Nobody gets a blowjob. .net, launching <laughs> next month. You know, and what we give blowjobs. Great. I love it, but yeah. I don't. You know, you I don't, don't want to watch somebody else give somebody a blowjob. Now, why is that? It just is because <sighs> it's annoying. It's annoying. It's always this like creepy, gre- greasy guy who's just like, oh, yeah. Amanda, yeah. you know, and she's yeah. always named Amanda and it's always. a fucking thing. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see. I get that. In fact, as a guy, I really fast forward through the blowjob part. Yeah. It is always the same formula. It's a really nice formula. It's like how they make pasta. They, mm-hmm. You know what's coming, you know? You it's do. always blowjob goes down. Uh, maybe a 69 maybe maybe then it's, then it's mish they go to mish first uh-huh. and then they do doggy then they do come on the tits come on the tits <laughs> then they come on the tits that's a- and that's it ABC and and I, by the way that math has worked for a long time it really porn. has yeah. yeah so if you're gonna make your own porn company yeah. now What's the tr- what's what's your trick? What's your selling point? How do you think you can crack into the business? Well, it's definitely going to be catered to women, so it's going to be attractive men. Mm-hmm. You know, like I identify as a lumber sexual. Like I like a man in a with chest hair, a, a man. beard, you a, like man. a man. I like a man. Yeah. Again, that's another thing. The men in porn are too smooth, and I'm oh, not yeah. hating on a hairless cat, but that's not my go-to. Right. You, you know want what a mean? fluffy dog. Yeah. You want to you want a man who just seems like he'll do something with you. What does that mean? Like he'll like he knows how to handle you? Yeah, physically? he could handle you. He could maybe save you in oh. a situation, a car fire. Right. Um, keep you warm. I don't know, just real men. Not yeah. these like just slim. They're always too slim. They're, they're slender, very skinny. They're skinny and slick, and I don't trust it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but skinny guys kind of sometimes have big pipes. That's the problem. But that doesn't matter. You know what I mean? I'd rather just a lot of just a so lot of muscle. So you don't care about the pipe? No. Not really. It's got to be. It's got to be functioning. The it's got to be functioning. You got to know what to do. Right. There's a lot more elements to it, you know. And I have a tiny yeah. vagina. So you do. I yeah. did read a blog about that, Heather. Heather McKenzie. <laughs> no, tiny I, vagina. I actually just have a tiny urethra. Also, I'm really not this. Whatever. We're just. We're having fun. Yeah. Uh, it's great. Uh, I'm just waiting for like my mother-in-law to be like, I listen to that podcast, but fuck it. Um, no, I have a tiny urethra, which is your pee hole. Is that real? You no, know, literally. My doctor told me. My urologist was like, Hey, just a heads up. You have a tiny pee hole. So I'm like, if Jeff does get hit by a bus tomorrow and I do have to go back out on like Raya or Bumble or any of that shit, it'll be like, Heather McMahon, comedian, Pisces, you know, loves her French bulldog, tiny urethra. 
I think it's a pretty good calling card. Yeah, it actually is. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I feel like that's swipeable or whatever that is. Did you go? It's very before swipeable. Before you met Jeff. Yeah. We'll move away from all the yeah. stuff that's going to make your mother-in-law mad. <laughs> no, I don't care. Before you met him, were you yeah. on all the apps? No. So we've been together a really long time. I, I did one week of Match.com. So I've been with Old Jeff school. for like 10 years. Okay, cool. And I was so bored by it that I let my mom run my Match.com account. And I swear to God, I was living in New York. She would swipe on these guys or whatever. Right. And then she's like, Heather, I set you up with a date tonight. I'm like, okay, great. I'll just do this. Like, I, it was almost like a joke to myself. That's kind of fun, though. It was. But then I realized that my mom wasn't zooming in on her iPad. And the guy that she had set me up with had no legs. Like, and, I, and listen, I'm, I would love to go bring, out on a bring date. Bring him legs on the first date. I, it's just really hard to, when you're not... When you're in New York City to get yeah. around. How are you getting around? How are you getting around? And I was like, oh, God. I Where did you awful. ask him to go? You're like, let's go to a rooftop. If we, didn't, <laughs> we didn't. You want to go to, I have a walk up in Brooklyn. Exactly. I have a third story walk yeah. up. We didn't end up going on the date because I also then realized he was far much older than me, too. Uh, I was like, God damn it, Mom. You got to zoom in and put on your glasses when you're doing the matches. Find out if he's got legs, Ma. Find out if he has freaking legs. By the way, to all the legless people out there. We support you I and we love you. I hope you get dates. Yeah. And I hope you, you, you deserve just what everybody else deserves. It's also hard to not. That should be the first. If he took himself serious, uh, if he didn't take himself serious, he would write, Got no legs. Yes, and that was it. I realized that this was not going to be something where we could show up day one, giggle about it. You know right. what I mean? I could just already tell it was a very serious profile. Oh shit! Yeah. See, and all, yeah. See that, and then it gets in that world. World of was it like a veteran accident thing, or was he like born that way? And he was like forty-seven. And at the time, I was mm. twenty-two. And I'm like, mom, I don't. I think this is a little too. You know, now this is getting creepy <laughs> for me. Yeah. That's not for you. It's not for me. But you no. met. But but you fell in love the right way. Then you met him. Yeah. Uh, on a whim through two gay friends. Two, which you can trust. You know what I mean? You can trust two gay men to introduce you to people. Yeah. And he walked in. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna marry him. And we had a mutual girlfriend. And she was like, Jeff, like my my buddy Jeff. I'm like. She didn't like Jeff. Oh no, she did. She grew up with him, but she's just like, what? Like, you know? Yeah, your I, brother. It's a very, yeah, it's a very wild thing to turn to your friends and be like, "That's who I'm going to marry," and mm. say it with conviction. And then the rest of the night, um, we chit chatted, and then I, he ghosted me for four weeks, and because he didn't think I liked him. Oh. I don't know. I don't. Well, re- you didn't sound like at the beginning. You're like this pale, thin-haired <laughs> goob. It didn't He's sound unwell. like you. Yeah. I also can't tell when people are flirting. I don't know why, but like I do not pick up on it ever. Why? I don't know. You I just don't. You don't have don't. that radar? I know when I'm flirting hard, but I just can't pick up on it. Like I was on a flight flying here from Austin the other day. This man asked for my number on the flight. I wear a wedding ring, didn't think anything of it. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll give you my number. I didn't think, I was innocent. I did not think about it. And then my you friend. You gave him the guy that you gave him the I number. I gave him my number. What are you doing? I don't know. But he just was like, can I have your number to hang out? Yeah, he was like, do you want to go work out? I don't want to work out. <laughs> he was an Olympic swimmer. Oh, he was? He was an Olympic swimmer, but from a different country. And we just started chatting. He's like, hey, if you ever want to go work out in L.A., I'd love to take you. Uh, to, like, I own a gym. So I just thought maybe he was like trying to do a wellness check, like help me with my lifestyle. I sure, sure. You're easy to kidnap, aren't I, you? So easy. I feel like I could. we could get you in a van today. So easy. I'm so trusting. We can get you down to Mexico overnight. Very You'd be easy. selling chiclets in the street for our cartel. But the funny thing is, when I was about to study abroad, my sister and I were studying abroad at the same time. She was going to London. I was going to Italy. And the movie Take 
Weekend had just come out. And my dad sat, my sister's a very tiny, petite little munchkin, looks like a Kourtney Kardashian, and I'm a tall woman, and my dad sat her down and was like, literally like, okay, I'm gonna track you, this is what you need to do, this is how to be safe, this Mm -hmm. is mace. Um, Basically making her do like Israeli army drills in the yard, and I was like, dad. That's dope. Yeah, I'm like, dad, what the fuck, you haven't said a single thing to me. He's like, Heather, come on, it takes seven Italian dudes to throw your ass in the back of a van, I'm not fucking worried about you. (laughs) He's like, you're solid as a rock. I was like, all right, thank you. He knew you could fight. Yeah, you knew I could fight. Your little tiny sister can't fight. She can't fight. She needs help. She does. You yeah. could scrap up. Do you uh-huh. ever get into a fight? You feel, I feel like you might have gotten into one fight. Can I tell you? I'm really much, I'm a big pussy. Really? No, because I'm, it's not worth it. I know my power. I'm great at lifting heavy furniture. I know that if I actually went scrappy head to head with another broad, yeah. she'd be lights out. Yeah, you'd smoke them. And I don't want to do that. Right. Because I'm worried about litigious things like lawsuits. Right. You're not trying, You're not, especially when I, now you're getting really successful. You yeah. don't want that fucking thing on your shoulder. I don't need a TMZ situation. <laughs> I'm fighting in a nightclub. Yeah. You know, I don't that's, need that. You, that's honestly, you're, you're right. That's smart. But you do seem like, you got it in you that maybe in college a bitch could have said something wrong to you and you'd have been like... But I think when you're funny, you can disarm people in a different way. That's true. You know? Did you fight a lot? I did. I mean, you have red hair, so I feel like yeah, you probably fight I a lot. I did. When I was a kid, I did. Yeah. I got They I, they call me Slugger Santino because I would fight a lot as a young kid. I yeah. would fight, like, constantly. Yeah. I got kicked out of a Catholic school for money. Oh, okay, good for you. Because I had punch a guy in the face. I just didn't... Has I, he come back for money now? He's dead. He's <laughs> He's dead. He's dead. No, you know what's so funny is I just, I fought a lot when I was very young. Uh-huh. Because it was like my first, my instinct, I was, I learned how to be funny mm-hmm. when I was a kid from instances like that. And then I learned how much faster I was than everybody else. I was like, I'm so much funnier and faster than these guys. So if they said anything to me, I would shit on them and it really hurt their feelings. Right. And that was the gap time of no more aggressive fighting. Right. And then, then I was in college and it was a defense mechanism for bro shit. Yeah. Guys are just fueling with testosterone right. and you're just an asshole and you're dumb and you're drunk. So I would do it a little bit in that era. Right. But then ever since then, I'm not going to, you know, like I, like the first time I ever went on a date with my old lady, we were at, we were at, I'll never forget, we were at Q's in Santa Monica using an old pool hall bar. And this guy bumps into her and I was, it was literally like our, not first date, but like on that time period of first dating uh-huh. when you're like, this is really new. Right. This guy bumped into her and I was like, hey man, come on. Like, say excuse me. Like, it was really fun. And he was shit-faced. And as I saw him turn around, I was like, fuck, here we go. Great, because he's blacked out. Right. He doesn't know that I'm just trying to be a normal guy. Be like, hey, man, say excuse mm-hmm. me. And his buddy grabs him. His buddy's like, sorry about that, dude. His buddy was being very nice. He was like, sorry, man, he's fucking out of it. I go, it's no big deal. And he's and then the guy's, now it's a big deal because he knows his buddy's going to be there as like a buffer. Do you know yes, what I mean? I know exactly what you're saying. So he's yeah. like using his buddy. He's like, no, no, fuck yeah. you, man. <laughs> and then I'm just like, Jesus Christ. This you're like, it's God escalating. damn it, I have to do this right now. Right. I wanted to grab him if he was sober enough to be like, I don't even know if I like this girl yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to fight you over this girl. I yeah. don't know if this is going to last. <laughs> I don't want to get teeth. But if I don't, then I know I won't get a second right. date. So I'm going to have to fucking fight you right, right I, it, now. It was, it was, so I had to keep the aggression going because yeah. that's the male ape like ooh, yeah, yeah. I had to but also the balance of like don't make me fight this guy don't please. make me do it I don't even know if this she may this may be a, a date over already yeah. I might get a hand job in the Camry and then it's it's a wrap Hyundai but yeah, Max Hyundai. <laughs> Max you know I was pushing that Sonata yeah. I, I pushed that bitch Hell around yeah. town I still love a Jetta I, I, yeah. I've had a Jetta I've upgraded obviously but that Jetta I will never get rid of it you gotta keep it you gotta keep it 
You've had a Jetta for how long? Forever. It's your. Was it like your first car? Car? Well, no. It was. It was just my first. Um, no, I've had a couple cars, but I bought it like probably six years ago, and it yeah. was that one where I was like, "This is it." You know. That's the vibe. That's the vibe, and I'm gonna keep that Jetta. Were too. you a Jetta girl in college? I wasn't. I was. <laughs> I was a BMW girl. Ooh. Yeah, but an old. I had an older, an older BMW. They say that, but still, uh-huh. it was a what year? Um. Well, fuck. When was I in college? Two thousand five. Yeah. Yeah, it was probably a. a I don't know, 2001. <laughs> yeah, an old. How yeah. was that girl? One of those historic BMWs. One of those historic BMWs at the University of Mississippi in my sorority. But is it yeah. because d- d- did Dad have good coin? Um, he did, yes. Yeah. D- Dad did have good coin, but yeah. because I went to Ole Miss and it was so cheap, he was like, all right, I'll get you what you want. That's nice. Yeah, and I yeah, and I was a good kid. You seem like your energy is through the roof. Like you've got really? this vibe about you. That's very positive. Oh, good. You just I, you just I like have a that. good your so your inside is is warm and real. Thank you. I am a very joyful person. Yeah. And I feel like in, and I don't want to. I don't know. I'm dark and, as night. But see, I can be really dark. But yeah. my day to day is very joyful. Like I, things don't really bother me. That's wonderful. You know, like why even when my think, dad died, I was like, oh, all right, what are we gonna do? You know. <laughs> I mean, I love him. I talk about him on stage all the time. But I'm yeah. like, we will be okay. You know, he's here in spirit. Are you trying to find love for your mother now? I am, and let me tell you, that's a fucking shit show. It's hard, huh? It is so hard. And my mom was 11 years older than my late father. So she was an original oh. cougar before Ooh. cougars were a thing. Uh-huh. What, what predates cougar? She was pre-coog. She was pre-coog. They met in Miami. A mountain lion. Yeah, they met in Miami in like this late 80s or early 80s. I mean, What color hair does she have? She has red hair. She does? She's a fucking fox. Now, if any of your listeners are listening and they have a well-to-do uncle, father, stepdad, whatever, right. who is looking for love, my mom's already had the love of her life, but she's she likes to travel. You know, She needs to party now. She needs to party. She wants to be international. Give me the age range for mom. Um, She's 73, but she doesn't want anybody over 75. Okay, so we're talking 60, 60 to, to 70. 70. Yeah, 60 to 70. 60 to 70. Guys, yeah. if you're out there. Yeah. Uh, we're going to put up uh, right here, just below. Yeah. We'll put her home address, phone number, and social yep. security number. And she would love if you showed up. Show up. <laughs> she, I asked her, I was like, Mom, are you ready to like, you know, you seem like you're really jonesing to get out there. And she's like, have a, you know, uh, my vagina's not dead. Like, she's ready to go. That's I'm like, amazing. good for you. She's 75. She's ready to rock. She's again. 73. Don't age a woman. Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought you said that. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> no, she, she's very hot, but she looks like a hotter version of Judge Judy, if you can imagine that. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I see it. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. great. Does she st- now? Does she still have? Is the hair still red or no? It is still red. Oh yeah, it kept. Oh, it kept. She's a fox. She's wow. really taking care of herself. I mean, she's a babe. But I'm out there. I'm like, I can't. some of my girlfriends have tried to set me up or set her up with their you know uncles or whatever. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I need high quality. High quality. You need wagyu. Beef. Independent. Yeah, I need wagyu, wagyu beef. You wagyu. can't have some fucking skirt steak from no. Sizzler. You I got, need. Your mama needs scallop sashimi. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Lay that shit with truffle butter on top. That's what mama deserves. That's what she, she deserves. She spent her whole life busting ass. Yeah. Now she wants to party and lamp out. She's was she did she work or she's been retired? She's been No, so she cause she was so much older. She was 40 when she had me, and she was so much older when she met my dad that she like retired then. They both worked in the airline biz, and then my dad did like mortgages and was he a pilot? What did he No, do? he um no, he worked like ramp services. So my grandfather was chief pilot for Delta for like 40 years, like oh, a big deal. Wow. Captain Jack McMahon. And then my dad couldn't get a job. He flunked out of Georgia Tech and he couldn't get a job at um Delta because of the nepotism clause. So he moved down to Miami and was working literally like the lavatory truck for Eastern Airlines. Met this broad in baggage claim, baggage services, who was eleven years older than him, my mother. Then they had my my sister and I, and then he worked in the mortgage business forever. Wow. Yeah, but he was a private pilot. Like, we flew for fun. I that love shit. that. Yeah. 
but also sorry, I don't know why I'm no, giving I, you the life story of my father's. I like, really like adventures. It. Okay, but also okay. Uh, nepotism clause. They used to have that, and I because uh, now that's how anybody does anything. That's how anybody, that's how all the people get all the things. Yes, particularly in the South, no less. By the way, yeah, most things that I know about the South, yeah, are the nepotism is so deep. That's how you get ahead in those successful circles in the South. Well, and that was the thing when I was doing comedy, my dad would just call me like, baby girl, come on, when it, whenever you're ready to sell credit reports, like, come on home. Because he was so fearful. He's like, I don't have any connections in the comedy world. Like, right. I don't have any connections in Hollywood. And I was like, dad, I got it. Don't worry. <laughs> like, I'm on my own journey. You always knew you were going to be okay. Yeah. Because yeah. You, because because your talent level and your confidence level were uh, were matched? Yeah. I mean, I just, so I did stand up the first time um, ever when I was 16 at my at my prom. I roasted the senior class. Mm -hmm. So it was like a surprise for the seniors. And I did like a 20 minute set. I had never done stand up before and I crushed. And I was like, if I can do this in front of my peers, that is like the most awkward time of your life in totally. high school. I got that high. I was like, I have to do this forever, wow. you know? And I just kept doing it. So you but no, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm self-confident, but I'm sure somebody's going to leave a horrific comment on this oh, podcast. And I'll just drive off Mulholland in three days. That's what they do. That's what, can I tell you? It's a savage world. Yeah. I, I have a predominantly female audience. Yeah. And then I'm slowly getting a couple dudes over. Like, these, these husbands are very... Uh, um, they're getting it. They're getting it. They're very on board. So I know my audience. But then you get... Like, I was doing some of these other, you know, very straight ma male comics... Podcast. I'm like these. These guys are crazy. You'll find that I think my grouping because because um, they feel bad for you. Yeah, a lot of them do. <laughs> a lot of them do. But a lot of times I'll get the girlfriends will get turned on to the podcast from the boyfriends. Yeah, and that's what's happening with me. And, yeah. I, and I see that also. And also, but I do have a good female market because um, I try to keep the people that I talk to uh, as diverse as I can. Yeah. In terms of like who I find talented and who's in the direct reach i think people like oh it's the weird thing about podcasting is people are like why don't you get so and so and you're like i don't want to call them <laughs> <laughs> that's also true but it's like how 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 hard is it to coordinate lives yeah. in general yeah so it's one of those things where you it's we're all kind of subject to the times and covid changed everything yeah. prior to covid things were just a lot more smooth it was just different and now all of our lives are a lot of use in terms of like leaving town and moving somewhere else right you know, a lot of my friends are gone, and they either left or they're they're doing the um. We spend time in this place for four months, and then they come back here. Whatever you want to call, I don't even know what that's called, but like yeah. in Chicago, we call them snowbirds. You know, you'd go to Florida for the fucking, fucking Florida. Winter. Well, that was our California when I was a kid. Yeah, Florida was California to me. I didn't. We didn't go to fucking California. In fact, anybody that went to California, we were like, what a weirdo. That's so far. You could just go to Florida. That's how we thought. Literally just thought. go to Florida. And then yeah. everybody in Georgia goes to Hilton Head, South Carolina. Oh, yeah. I know Hilton Head. <laughs> we oh, just yeah. crush it. Yeah, yeah. you do. That's that's very much that the Bible Belt's destination. That or Myrtle Beach, too, is like Oh, a, no. No, we don't fuck with Myrtle Beach. That's gross for you, that, huh? Bro, Myr yes. Is we that trash? Fuck with Myrtle. Well, I can tell you something. Yeah. We loved it when I was okay. a kid. Yeah. Well, but that's, that's, I'm trash. That's a trashy northerner coming down and being like, this is going to be fucking great. We but love all, it. But all the real southerners are like, oh, we don't go to Myrtle. Hell Because you're too fancy. Yeah, I wasn't. I'm not that fancy. Though. No, but they are. They are. Yeah. The thing about the South is, even if you're kind of like, even if you're broke, you still have to pretend you're fancy. Oh, absolutely. People fake up it till north, you make it. we don't do that. You just you're broke. You're you, yeah. you're broke. You, well, you just you're more comfortable with how um, because if everyone looks like that back home, right? That's you're. We're all the same. In here. We pour Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston. Do we have a pube problem? Houston, do we have a pube problem? Don, don. If so, our friends at Manscaped 
have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes over to the next planet with Performance Package 4.0. Knock your nut hairs into space. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job. From the leaders in male grooming, Manscaped is the best. I've been messing with these dudes for a long time. They are phenomenal. Join the over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff. Uh, go to manscaped.com slash whiskey for 20% off and free shipping. Let me tell you something. You want to not experience feeling on your balls, you got to use this lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker, and the nose hair trimmer, which I love, and ear. Clean up your whole body, man. Uh, this 4.0 is legit. Let me tell you something about the skin-safe technology, the no-nicks guaranteed. You're not going to open up your nutsack and have one fall into the shower floor. 7,000 RPM motor. Vroom, vroom. Multifunction on and off switch and an engage travel lock. It's even waterproof, so you can shave your nuts in the shower, which is what I do. Don't forget to use that crop preserver, the ball deodorant, and their crop reviver to help your little planets be on their A-game while they're feeding off the sun's heat. Uh, do yourself a favor. Get 20% off and free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash whiskey. That's 20% off and free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash whiskey for a clean trinity and beyond. Your space balls will thank you. Manscaped.com slash whiskey. Hey, do you need security? Yeah, you do. Everybody wants to feel secure. There's big news from my favorite home security company, Simply Safe. Just launched their new wireless outdoor security camera. That's right, Simply Safe, the system that US News and World Report names best home security system of 2021. Just got even better. Lock your windows, lock your doors. They're coming after everybody. And Simply Safe is going to keep you safe. This brand new outdoor security camera is engineered with all the advanced tech and security features. You want and need to keep you and your fam safe. Ultra-wide, 140-degree field of view. They got that 1080p HD, full HD, eight-time zoom. You can zoom in, clearly see what kind of dummy is bugging around your house. It's built-in spotlight with color night vision, so you can be like you're out in the woods checking out Sasquatch breaking into the back of your house. It's easy to remove rechargeable battery. It doesn't need an outlet. Go anywhere on your property. This camera has all integrated with your Simply Safe home security system, and I got to tell you, Huge. It's awesome. I think this is incredible technology, man. You can literally see so close. I stood outside. I was waving into the thing. You can see the whiskers on my beard. To learn more about the exciting new Simply Safe wireless outdoor security camera, visit simplysafe.com slash whiskey. And what's more, Simply Safe is celebrating this new camera by offering 20% off your entire new system in your first month of monitoring service for free. Come on. When you enroll in an interactive monitoring, again, at simplysafe.com slash whiskey. Keep everyone safe in your house. Simplysafe.com slash whiskey. Ginger. I like gingers. The funny thing is my mom grew up so unbelievably, like, poor and had to scrape for everything. And then when she and my dad, like, built their business together, whatever, my mom is accustomed to this life now. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because there's two Robins. There's Boston Robin and then Boston Robin in other southern places. <laughs> and everybody at our country club is just like, who is this fucking crazy lady? Like, yeah. Robin is the biggest snob, but she's not. She grew up with nothing. But she's become... But now that she's, uh, you know, she'll try and put on, like, a bad southern accent. We're like, Mom, you packing the car in Harvard? Yeah. You know, like, right. nobody believes it. <laughs> she's just like, I she's so new money, and it's great. And but I'm, new money is fun. It was so fun. Because they're actually using it. Yeah. That's the thing about new... People make fun <laughs> yeah. of new money. They're fucking spending it. They are. When I meet old wealth, when I know people that have generations <laughs> of wealth, they're boring. Oh, they, they're uh, fucking boring cheap as people. Fuck. Yeah, they're yeah. boring. They don't do yeah. it. They don't have fun. They don't spend it on dumb shit. Mm -hmm. The luxury of new money is for the public. You get to see someone enjoying the shit. That's right. what I like about it. Right. It's because it's really hard to convince someone who's generationally wealthy that something that costs a little bit more than they're used to 
is cool because for them, they're like, it seems like a bad investment. Right. It seems like a stupid thing to do. But when you just get new money, you're like, what? I'm going to fucking, I want to get all the dumb shit I never was able to have. And then I just spent it all on failed uh, freezing eggs opportunity. You know, I just yeah. sh- like threw $40,000 down the drain just because I, I didn't read the directions. <laughs> <laughs> just lighting money on fire no, and throwing eggs away. Literally. And also it was crazy. One of the nurses told me, I was like, surely you guys have to have like crazy war stories working in this fertility clinic. Yeah. They told me they get a lot of older men that come in with like young wives, young girlfriends. I see it. And they'll pretend to give a semen sample. And then they'll just spit in the cup. But because of like HIPAA laws, they can't say, hey, they can't tell the spouse. They just have to say, we have an inconclusive wow. analysis. So, and the doctors will pull these older guys, you know, to the side in the room and be like, are you going to keep spitting in this cup or are you going to actually jizz in it? Wow. And it's because they don't want to have a baby. What if they're like, and they spit on their hand and that's what that was. Maybe, you never know their technique. No, no, no. It's just that they're not giving us, you know, I know. At I'm all. trying to cover yeah. up for the old men, the yeah. poor guys. Don't call out their game. That's their game, these poor bastards. No. Yeah, then I'll just stop. say, yes. tell McKinsey, your young fucking girlfriend, I don't want children. Before you take her back to her second year in college, exactly. tell her you don't want kids. Tell her you don't want kids. <laughs> it is always weird when there's like, look, age gaps are whatever, but it is always weird when it's like a 60 year old with like a 26 year old, and you're yeah. you want to pull her aside and just be like, what are we doing, sweetie? Look, get the money. Yeah. Get the money. Uh huh. But also, don't expect something from this guy. Yeah. You don't want a family with this guy. You don't. Just get the money. My mom used to always tell my father, she's like, if you think that another woman is not going to want the private school, the kids, you know, all this shit, then you got another thing coming for you. She's like, another woman will always want the same shit that I have. So you're going to be paying double. But she's, I was like, yeah, she's like, don't go looking for yeah, anything don't else. Don't go looking. Yeah. You got it right here. You got it right here. You're not going to get anything better than this. Now suck Eva. my tits. <laughs> Exactly. I like that she called And that's out, my though. family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she let him know. She let him You're know. You're not going to find anything better than this. Yeah. And they were, had a great loving relationship. And I had like a really solid example of what, you know, marriage was supposed to be like. And and you're, and now, now like, are you, is your family still close after post, post yes. your father's death? Yeah. And we have a small family. It's just my mom, my sister and I, and my husband gets treated like a fucking king. They love Because him. there were no boys in the family. Right. So, you know, he can do no wrong. I'm, I, I can't, I have to get away. I'm so glad I'm touring so I can be like, I gotta get the fuck out of this house because I, I can't. Right. And you he's know? holding it down while you're gone. He's holding it down. Yeah. Barely. Golfing and just hanging out. Golfing, smoking cigars. Is he a big drinker? He's um, not a big drinker. I mean, he. But he's a degenerate gambler, and that's yay. That there's that. Could yeah. he lose the house? No, never. No, he wasn't like that. He wasn't like that. But he does sports gambling. And my I'm grandfather like, gambled away their house a few a few times. I think. Really? My grandfather was so addicted to gambling. This is a this is a real so addicted that he ended up getting jobs at the racetrack. Oh fuck! Both the racetrack and the 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 horse and the dog track. My grandfather worked at the horse track, which is Arlington. A famous yeah. horse track in Chicago, and also Maywood, which was a dog track in Chicago. The Greyhounds. You ever was, seen the Greyhounds run? I have seen the Greyhounds that's run. Real white trash. That shit. is some white trash Chicago yeah, shit. Yeah, we did that shit. Yeah, that's where I saw my first b- boxing match. Amateur boxing I used to have on like maybe Sunday nights when I was a kid, but I would go and watch. And after the after the dogs were done running, yeah. they would have shitty boxing for two bucks. You'd watch. <laughs> so local the dogs guys would beat do a lap, each other. and then it was just a bunch of bums fighting yeah, each other. 100%, yeah, and that's Chicago, ladies now, and gentlemen. It re- honestly, it really is. You got to watch the dogs. <laughs> And then Mikey, you know Mikey, he's yeah. fighting tonight. He's yeah. gonna fucking beat that kid's ass from the other side. No, it's it is funny how that was. He was so addicted to the lifestyle of gambling, right? That he needed to be near it. But we were too far for Vegas. 
Right. right. Like, they couldn't afford to go to Vegas. So this was his close—this was the closest he could get to just gambling all the fucking time. When he was a kid, he worked for, he was a, he worked for the mob. Oh. Yeah, he ran numbers. Oh, fuck yeah, he did. Yeah, he was a troublemaker. Oh, was he a bookie? Like— he would. He was a you know basically like a gopher. You know he was a kid that did anything, right? Everybody in my mom's family was in the mob. Like her stories, they don't really connect. I right. mean, everybody. She's like, you know, my grandfather used to bring people over and set them up in businesses and then take like ninety percent of the business. I was like, so okay, <laughs> so that's a mobster. Yeah, yeah. Like he's either a pimp or yeah. he's a mobster. Yeah, um, or he's both. Oh, he's or yeah, for sure both. Yeah. yeah. And I thought my dad was a drug dealer for the longest time because he spoke fluent Spanish. My dad's very dark skin. Um, and he flew an airplane and he always had an aluminum briefcase and like slick back hair and drove a Lincoln Town car. This guy's hot. So hot. My dad, rest in peace, looked just like Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but white. Got it. Yep, you got it? That's, I see it right now. It. And I didn't realize until like college that my dad wasn't selling drugs. I just thought. You were like, for sure he's a drug for guy. For sure. Did he ever use drugs? Oh, for, he smoked a lot of weed. Your dad did? Yeah. yeah. This, and this is prior to it being a cool thing. The South is still pretty stringent on pot. No, they're not. No, not no. anymore? No, everybody's just an old hippie who likes to smoke weed. I never grew up. It was weird to me because I would go to my friends' houses and all their parents would get drunk, right, around like 5 or 6 o'clock. Yep. My mom drank wine, but my dad wasn't a big drinker. And so I didn't realize he just smoked weed all the time. You didn't know? I had no idea what until I was like 15. Ah, yeah. What was the awakening for you? My sister was like... I'm like, why doesn't dad drink? <laughs> Ashley was like, because he's fucking high all the time. You had no idea. I had no idea. I was so naive. And then we smoked weed together, and that was it. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. Did he smoke up leading up to his passing or no? Yeah, he did. Like, he was someone who enjoyed using it even in his later years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was just, like, drinking stupid, it, you know. Um, it is. He was just like, it makes you feel like shit. And he ran his company. He's like, I can't be the drunk guy at the Christmas party. But I can be a little high and still make some deals. The stone guy is way cooler. Way cooler. Because the drunk guy says something inappropriate, grabs a tit, gets Always kicked out of his own party. Yeah. 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 But a high guy, you know, he orders more food. He's very sweet to everyone. He opens the door for you. Maybe very gives you a raise. You know what I mean? Yes. He's probably a more neutral guy when it comes to getting in trouble at parties. You're right. I agree. I used to smoke a good amount of pot. I've slowed down a little bit. Do you smoke pot still? I can handle specific stuff. Like, I want, I, if I go into, like, mad, med men or whatever, I'm like, right. I want to feel like I had two glasses of Chardonnay, mm -hmm. and I'm craving a carnitas taco. Like, very specific. <laughs> I don't want to be too high. This shit nowadays... It's too much. Space cadet shit. Space cadet. I don't need it that is. kush. I need your this shit my dad used to smoke. See, I say know? that. I want stuff from when I was young. Mm -hmm. Put me in the time machine. I used to love smoking that stuff because I could smoke a joint and not be incapacitated. And giggle and have a good time. Yeah, I could talk to have you. Have a couple and, snacks. Right. Yeah. I miss those days. And now you can't feel your face or your legs and it's like, is now, this lace with I take meth? one hit. Yeah. I take one hit and I just, and I'm done. I don't want to do the, whenever I go on Rogan's podcast, he, he's, he always wants to smoke pot. And it's fine, but I'm always yeah. like four or five hits of these blunts that he's got with shit in it, and I'm, I'm, I can't, I, I forget English. <laughs> you know, like I, you're like, I don't want to fucking be that guy on this podcast ever because the podcast is six hours long. Yeah, so it's like I can't. That's sustain. why they're so long because he's just so high. He is fuck. Well, he also loves. I think what I've what I've guessed it is is mm -hmm. I I think he enjoys the length lengthy podcast because it makes you work mentally to get to a place of either very interesting conversation or um, honesty. Yeah. After a long period of time, you're kind of start to spill out right. who you really are. You right. can only put on the show for so long. You're right. I feel like that's kind of why. <laughs> yeah, get it out. Get it out. 
I'm so sad. Well, we hit the mark. This was the time that I wanted you to cry. You know, it's a lot of joy, but deep down inside, I'm fucking panicking. You're crumbling. I'm crumbling. Do you take anybody on the road with you? I don't. Can I tell you, I just realized I do way too much fucking work. Yeah, I can feel it. I'm. T- can you tell I'm tired? No, I can just tell that you're, you're, you, are, you are working. I can feel that you're probably working too hard. I am, and I realize that. I do a 90-minute show. Why? Yeah. Why? What are you doing? Uh, no fucking idea. So you, you don't have anybody to open the show? No. Well, I do w- a... W- why? Could, couldn't tell you why. So when you travel, you travel completely alone? Me. No. And I, I, I take like people with me, but nobody's performing. It's just me. You take a team of like of, of yeah. people, like hair or makeup or that no, kind of thing? No, no. I, I take my buddy who helps me produce the show because okay. I have some video elements I and I do some characters and shit. And then I take my friend Tina who helps me and stage manages. But other than that, like it's, it's me. And I realized the other day, I'm like, well, I, this is why I'm exhausted. Like I yeah. just did two shows in Austin and it was amazing and it felt so good to be back on the road. But I was like, oh, I'm fucking tired. It's tiring. And if you had to do two shows back to back, that's like a four and a half hour show night. Like, that's why am I doing that? Why are you doing that? I don't know. I don't know. You, I thought you just wanted to do that long. No, I just thought that when I came out, I had something to prove, and mm. and I don't now. I'm like, now this is stupid. Yeah. I could get somebody to open. I think. I think also <laughs> I'm headlining the door. I get somebody to open. Get somebody. Get somebody. Get somebody that, that get matches. my mom to come out. Well, you know, she needs. She's looking for that wagyu out there. She exactly. Can't be, you know. Yeah. She needs to go eat. She does. You're She's right. also spent a lot of time working. She doesn't need you're to right. do that anymore. You're right, you're right. We can find someone that matches your energy that will go out. Do you have any close friends that you think would be good with you on tour? <sighs> They're already on tour, so I'm going to have to steal them from somebody else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, yeah, you got to find someone. I might have my sister come out and give legal advice. You know, she I don't a lawyer? Know. She is. Criminal defense. That shit's wild. Yeah. Jesus. She's also single and such a catch. So if anybody's listening to this. This is her address, her phone number, This is her, her address and phone right number here. right here. So please call. What's, yeah. her, what's her name? Ashley McMahon. Ooh. If you get into something shady, call the Georgia Law Lady. Is that what it is? Well, no. I want to do her jingles, but she said that that's self-incriminating. If you're like, if you get into something shady. My dream is to be in like a neck brace and a motorized wheelchair doing commercials, local commercials. Like, Ashley got me a million dollars after right. I got hit by an Atlanta City bus. Right. And she hasn't hired me, and I'm what? fucking upset about Just it. Just do them for her. I am. I'm going to. You know to. what you should do? You should what? do them and then pay for them to be on the air just on your own without her approval. And just buy a bunch of billboards. Yeah, fuck <laughs> it. What is she going to do? Say no. It already happened. It's over. It's free advertising, bitch. That's Exactly. And she'll love it. Yes, she Well, how will. come those guys advertise if that's incriminating? How come with those guys you see all the time, it's like uh, a- accidents, get yeah. get what you deserve. Like, <laughs> how is that not the same kind of, or yeah. I saw a commercial yesterday that made me so sad. It was on, it was a, it was like, were you sexually assaulted or abused at a young age? Yes. And then it goes by the Catholic Church, the Boy Scouts <laughs> of America. It was just like. If this isn't proof that these things are are up to no good, yeah, you got to make a commercial about it. It's not like it happened one time. It's no, like, this happens all the all time. the time. Still to this day, I joined Brownies, which is like the girls' version of you know Boy Scouts. That seems safe. It, well, I thought as a chubby child, I was like, oh, that's all we're gonna do is just consume brownies. <laughs> I didn't realize that you had to like go out, whittle wood, sew patches. I was right. like, fuck this. If mm-hmm. I'm not here for a sweet treat, I'm out. You know. <laughs> You you dropped out of brownies. I dropped out of brownies pretty I, quick. I never did Boy Scouts because I didn't like the outfits. Yeah, I don't blame you. Itchy, I, scratchy, I, I just, uncomfortable. I just looked at those kids. I didn't always thought that looked so stupid. Yeah. I never liked it. Like all my Catholic school friends, like the Catholic school stuff, I always hated that. I didn't like wearing clothes that someone told me I had to wear. That bothered the shit out of me. See, I loved wearing a uniform. I went to a Christian school and I loved it. Why did you like it? Because it was great. I, I everybody, I just got up and didn't have to think didn't about it. Didn't have to think about it. Didn't have to think about it. See, I love. But you thinking could still style it. it. You know, you could put on like a cool, cool shoe. It was like a sneaker situation. Right. 
back then. But I like the idea of how different people look. Like, style to me was like, I used to care so much when I was young. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> and then as I got older, I stopped giving a fuck completely. Yeah. Now I'm just like a, a shirt. I wear a shirt. I just put on a shirt. Right. I don't have any other thought about anything else. I just go shirt and pants and I got to go. Well, then that's... <clears throat> My life is consumed with other shit that I yeah. don't give a fuck about fashion anymore. That's... Sad. It's it's a little sad, and it's also good for you because you don't have to worry about that. I just don't give a fuck. Yeah, I care about like my health and my. I want to physically stay in shape. Uh huh. But the clothes thing, I got over. I used to when I first got a little bit of money, mm. I would buy shit that I really wanted right. clothes wise. Then I just fucking got over it. Yeah. But it's also hard to style an orange guy. It- <laughs> Does your mom wear bold colors? She, oh yes, she crushes a chartreuse. That's because she's bomb, because she's a babe, though. Yeah. Guys, you orange wear men, color. I no, don't want to hear can't. it. You're a very attractive redheaded man. It doesn't you matter. Could. The color is so overwhelming that if I wear a bright color... I, Do you just wear navy all the time? I wear blue, black, and gray. Oh, God, kill yourself. That's what I'm doing, baby. <laughs> That's the other thing. I don't want to die with an embarrassing outfit on. Mm. Whenever I see someone wearing a... Like Willow Smith, you know, Will Smith yeah. was at a restaurant we were at. I thought you were about to say she's dead. She died. <laughs> I killed her. Oh, okay. Great. Willow Smith was at a restaurant we were at, and they have celebrity kids have to wear ins LA is so fucking bullshit. People have to wear insane clothes. I don't even know if sometimes they like it. I just know it's like part of the culture. Right. But they have to wear ridiculous shit. And I always think, what if you die in that stuff and they gotta show you like that? I literally feel like an old lady. I was at the Century City Mall today, and I was like, these girls are walking out, their labias are hanging. Out of their jean shorts. Yep. And I was, and every, I'm in Zara, and like everything's a fucking crop top. The, the bodysuits, everything's a thong. And yeah. I literally turned to my friend Christine, I was like, we're too fucking old for this. Why yeah. can't I get a full fucking shirt? Doesn't I'm not exist. asking for a lot. No. Just a little bit more of a thread count so that I can tuck it into a, a, a sensible <laughs> pant. No, they want their hooch <laughs> hanging out. This is the yeah. new generation. Puss is out, dude. Puss is out. Which is fine. I'm pro puss out. But I got shamed for so long when I had my tits out. And then I covered them up. You know what I mean? And what, now, why did you get shame? You well, think? just because when you have big boobs, you know, you draw a lot of attention. Your I didn't boobs even aren't mean that big. Uh, they're they're cut because they're covered up. I'm kidding. They're, yeah, yeah. They but have, if you, you have large boobs, but it, see if you have, if you have big boobs and then you wear something conservative, even like a turtleneck, you still look a little slutty in a turtleneck because it's just a lot. Do you, you know? project that? Or do you think that's how people feel? Can I tell you something? I, I might be projecting. Out, this. I don't think slutty things. I think I always think, damn. That's she awesome. owns a porn she, company. She's that she boss she, bitch. She, boss bitch. <laughs> this bitch is running the show. Right. But I always see big boobs, and then when they're out, I'm, well, I'm always impressed. It just, it, I'm just like confident as fuck with her big, nice boobs yeah. out. I like it. I just think it's cool. I. You got big tits. If you want to show them, fucking do it. You got big. Thank you. Do it. Okay. You know what? I'm bringing the boobs back. Fuck feeling. And who's judging you? And if they do judge you, what's the idea of their judgment? By the way, if I had a big old dick. I'd wear tight shit to show my big dick all the time. So you don't have a big dick. No. (laughs) (laughs) So you have a tiny penis, and I have a tiny urethra. Yes, you had a small pee hole, and I have a small pee stick. And there we are. There we are. We're tiny people. Tiny people. I have a regular penis. I've always said that. I have, like, a Honda Accord. I'm so happy with it. (laughs) It's the most normal. Like, I've seen my friends who have smaller penises. I've seen my friends who have bigger ones, and I go, we're good. We're great. We're great. Great. We're right where we need to be. And that's all you can ask for. Right. When you lay down at night, you say your prayers. Regular Thank you, penis. Lord, for my regular penis. I'm just on the right side of the fairway. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I'm I down know. there. I'm not in the rough, mm-hmm. but I'm not in the middle. But it's fine. I'll you take it. You can hit a seven iron. You're good. See? The approach shot's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I'm going to two putt, but yeah. it's fine. Oh, no, I'll like seven putt. You oh, know? Yeah, that's you do. And, but, but I'm like, it's fine. Are I got you an- any good? 
I am good. I, so I played in high school. Speaking of big boobs, I played in high school, and I, my sister played too because I was like the son my dad never had. So mm. I was always playing golf. You were a Tom boy? No, I wasn't. I was a girly girl, but I just played sports because I. You were better than all the boys. I was. <laughs> yes. You were. I have broad shoulders and like a, a thin, quick ankle. Like I can hit a dead sprint pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so I played golf and then I developed around what, like 15 or 16. And my golf coach pulled my dad aside and he's like, I don't know how to tell you this, but she got boobs overnight. Her swing is totally fucked up. Like we have to rework the swing. I've seen, I've heard of this, by the way. Yeah. And that then it gets, in, it gets in the way. It gets in the way. Yeah. So then I said, fuck golf. But also you wanted me to like play professionally and that wasn't my career path. Yeah. You don't seem like you'd be a pro golfer. No, not at all. They, they're so tied up. They are, but I'm a friends with a lot of the pro golfers now. Like, I'm slowly weaseling my way into that that yeah. world, and I'm learning a lot. Well, I'll yeah. say this. I know I know men pro golfers. Yeah. But I guess what I was referencing is, like, I don't like the way... I have a lot of issues with professional golf in general. Okay. I don't like the way that they make these people feel like they can't have personalities. Only recently have they started to let them fucking live. Absolutely agree with that. But I think even more so, they've done, they've bridled women a lot. Yeah. And the LPGA has kind of made it, you know, for lack of a better word, boring for broader audiences because they don't let these girls kind of have personalities. They're both slowly leaking into the reality that they need to. Yeah. But like the NBA, right? The NBA was always this fucking, you have to have your shark down a certain length and all this bullshit. Right. And then when they get let black people take over and be like, can I, sh- we're really good at this and we have a culture to bring to it. Can we like do our thing? Can, can you leave us the fuck alone? Right. And they did. And then you got the greatest, a- the greatest, you know, uh, athlete who ever picked up a basketball in Jordan who dynamically changed the way that the clothing was, the, the shoe game changed the literal way shoes were worn on the court. It made the sport like these guys could have personalities. Right. Other sports are still behind, especially golf. It's like they slowly let these guys sometimes have personalities. But if it's not exactly what they like, Tiger Woods, right. they throw you in the trash. It's yeah. fucked up. Let I, these people live. I've learned a lot from a lot of the female players, too. It just yeah. about the shit that they have to deal with, especially like with slow play. Like the women will be playing at the same rate, but the men never get called out for slow play. Never. But then they're constantly throwing cards at these women, and they're like, what the fuck is this? We're playing at the same pace. Right. We're not playing slow. So it's not, I mean, that's just one of the many things. But yeah, they kind of want women to be buttoned up, don't say much. Fuck that. And then you have people like, there's this, There's a player from China, I'm obsessed with her, her name's Shan Chen Fang. Shan Chen Fang. Shan Chen Fang. Shan Chen Fang. She's fucking great. She yeah. just retired, but she didn't retire. You just go watch clips of her, she's fucking savage. I'm yeah. her biggest fan, I've reached out to her a million times. She, I'm pretty sure like, you know, like, China runs her Instagram, so she's not seeing the DMs. Yeah. But my girlfriend was with her at um, the Olympics and got her to send me a video, and Shan Chen just doesn't give a fuck. She does not give a fuck. That's why I want to, that's why they don't show her as much. Though. Yeah. These women, these women, not just women, these, these people that play golf professionally, mm-hmm. they're not really allowed to be them. That's a big issue I have because they all feel a little fucking fake. Right. And the ones that aren't a little fucking fake, like I've got some, I'm not going to say who, but like people I've associated with, they, the PGA, you can tell doesn't really like them as much. Right. Because they're a little too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have a little too much fun. They fuck around too much. They talk a little bit of shit. And I think you can tell that the PGA is like, yeah, let's not put that on NBC. Because well, they're still appealing to the old white bullshit thing. And I'm trying to get more involved. I'm like, okay, what can I do like as a comedian and, and go out to, to these golf tournaments and like have some fucking fun. Bring a younger younger audience into it. Me and you, you should let's host do it. a thing. Oh, let's fucking do you it. You know how fucking fun that would be? An unedited thing where you and I host We get golf. to talk so much shit. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. See, that I think is what people want. If you really want to attract a new group of people to the game because a lot of my friends are like golf's fucking bullshit it's boring and I'm like 
I promise you. If you, you knew love how it. hard it was, that's the thing. Is because people who don't play it don't realize right. it's the hardest fucking game in the world. Yep. So if you play it, you you appreciate it, and you're like, I can't believe he just hit his five iron out of the you know the fucking woods and yeah. made it onto the green. Watch these women. There's, yeah. There's a girl that plays at this place that I play. She's fucking. It's like it's shocking how good she is. Right. And you're like that level between her and what a good person thinks they are right. is huge. You're like the the, the level of professional in any sport once you ever go see a professional really just fucking around even in real life you're like oh my god it's a it's light years away it's 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 like they're so much better than you even thought that they were you're like right. holy fuck they're just fucking around and they're good that this is how good they are i just wish they had more personality i wish we could well, we're bring gonna bring out. this back let's do it so we're putting it out there in the universe we want to start hosting stuff for the LPGA and the PGA tournament. Yes, give us the give us the opportunity. And, We're ready. And also, please invest in Heather's porn company, which is coming out. <laughs> porn and golf. Porn and golf. It's getting back to the basics. You have to. Yeah. You know, it's like when things get crazy, what do you do? You simplify. And you get back to your roots <laughs> and the foundation, which is porn and golf. It is true. You did do that. You yourself went back to your roots. I you did. You went to Atlanta for porn and golf. Yeah. And, you, and that's... Would you ever do OnlyFans, by the way? Um... I've had a lot of gentlemen mention things about my feet before. Yeah. If, if I could do it and make passive income, you just can make a lot of money. Putting up photos of my toes. Yeah. I think uh-huh. you should do it. I think you should do it. You think I should? Well, here's the deal. I think because now everything doesn't have to be pornographic on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. I've learned from a lot of my female friends that have been like, dude, a lot of people are on OnlyFans making a fuckload of money. Yeah. And they don't the do anything. The joke's on everybody else. 100%. I mean, I would sh- like do you know a little uh, uh, ankle cleavage, show a little Ooh. toe, but I'm not I'm not going to show you my butthole, you know? No, that's not necessary. It's not necessary. And by the way, the buttholes are already out there. I don't know why people pay to see. They're already <laughs> on the internet. You can see buttholes all over the internet. You can literally see them everywhere. Everywhere, dude. You don't need to get on and the I internet. I don't want to see your butthole. Not At a- no point am I turned on by a photo of a butthole. Nope, I'm sorry. I'm never. not. It's never been my thing. Never mind either. Does your hubby ever send you uh, uh, sexy pics when you're on the road? God, no. Never. I don't need it. Do you send him pics when yes, you're gone? Yes, I do. <laughs> but yeah. I have to. He needs it. But I, he'll want to reciprocate, and I'm like, I'm good. I know what you look like. I know what your penis looks like. Does I, anybody, does, do my women mind. ever want dick pics? Um, yes, yeah, sometimes. Can I tell you this is kind of fucked up? But there's a very famous strip club in Atlanta called Swingin' Richards. Okay. Okay. It's a mixture crowd of, you know, Horny women and mostly gay gentlemen. I'm gonna pretend like I've never been there. Yeah, right, right, right. So I'm there on a Wednesday night. I'm entertaining all these people in Atlanta, and we go out. And this guy, this this dancer, comes out. He has the biggest penis I've ever seen. So I'm laying in bed with my husband. Give it to me by the hands. I'm not even kidding you. Foot long. Foot long and girthy. I mean, as big as this, like just thick. When he wow. put his hand around it, he couldn't enclose it. It's like a football. Football. Wow. So it turns out it's one of my sister's clients, so she has his number. So I'm laying in bed and I'm trying to describe to my husband. I'm like, babe, you don't understand how big this man's penis was. So then I'm like, I text my sister, I'm like, can I get his number? I text the guy and I'm like, hey, can I Venmo you $50? Because I You need... get the big penis guy's number. Because I yeah, because I was like, I need to You're getting everybody's fucking number. I'm getting everyone's number. I All know. Right. You get the big I... penis guy's number. God, I'm blushing. Now I I've given too many people my number. You and... gotta change it. I gotta change it. Yeah. But I Venmo the guy $50 and I got a fresh tick pick and I show my husband, he goes, and now I believe you. That's an enormous penis. What you should have done is had him just text directly to your husband. <laughs> right. But you with shouldn't no have told him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just on a Monday, he wakes up with a big dick. Yeah. And, his, and by yeah. the way, he would have been like, that's pretty huh? cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I wonder if he would have told you. You think he would have said anything? Imagine if the guy texted your husband a picture of his penis. What would he do? If your husband got just a random dick pic, what would he do? He'd probably send it to his boys. And never tell you. No, he might tell me. If he didn't tell me, God, should, I, should we set How him up? Sus. Yeah, let's should we set him I up? I want to so bad. And have somebody send a dick pic and then just see if he says anything? Mm-hmm. 
That's kind mm. of a fun move. It's kind of a fun That's move. That's like a new reality show. Yeah. Of like, <laughs> send your spouse a dick pic from a stranger, see what they say. Yeah. Like, what if your wife got a photo of just a random vagina? What would she do? She's definitely not going to show you. No. If well, I got just a random pussy pic, I'm not going to be like, honey, check this out. Probably not. She wouldn't show them. I mean, if she got just like a random dick pic from a number she doesn't know. Yeah. She probably, she would definitely show me that. I would, I would show him. She'd too. go, check this out. Yeah. And then I also go, like, do we FaceTime him back? You know what I mean? You have to. You have to. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. He answers. He's just like a nice, sweet guy. He's like, I'm sorry. Oh, my bad. I thought Wrong you were Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Yeah. There is, ha- there should be a way, by the way, to recant something like that. Like, you should be able, imagine you send a dick pic to, to someone via text. And you mm-hmm. you didn't mean to, or you didn't want to. Yeah. And you should be able to take pics back. Well, you can, like, uh, resend a, um, like, an Instagram DM. Yeah, but, I mean, if you text somebody, or, like, let's say you text someone, some, you know, like, I think sometimes I text things and I don't really mean them or mm-hmm. I didn't say them the right way. I should be able to go, Guys, I didn't, I don't, take that away. I take it away. I'm not a great texter. I'm not. Why? I, I like to talk on the phone. People hate it. I know I'm going to get a... I'm going to call you now. Please call me. I will answer always I answer like the phone. I like calling people. I always call. You know what? Because I sit in the car in LA all the time. Yeah. I call. I like calling, but there's only about five people that I'm allowed to call. You can call me anytime. Because my other friends don't want to talk on the phone. And that's what I hate when people are like, "Can you just text me?" No, I don't want to fucking text you. I'm driving. Yeah. I've had a drink. Yeah. It's not smart. Let me fucking <laughs> <laughs> let me fucking call you in case I hit something. I don't I need, need it in writing. No, I need no. It, I need you to help me get out of this fucking situation. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I love to chit-chat on the phone. Even if it's a three-second, it's so much easier for me to be like, hey, where are we meeting? What time? Great. Bada-bing, right. bada-boom. I'll see you. Click. We're done. Do you still have a close group of friends from when you grew up? I do. And do you talk to them all the time? All the time. I have a really good group of girlfriends who are still in Atlanta, and um, yeah, I got I got hoes everywhere. What's good, your What's the people. shortcoming in your life? You feel like you're you're embe- you have like an embarrassment of riches right now. You're doing really well. You're happily married. Oh God, I'm sorry. Should I've come on here a little bit more? Um, no, no, of course not. I just want I want to know. You know what? I'm terrified. Yeah. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. We're really having a conversation. I I've just want to know the real whiskey. you. Yeah. I am terrified of. You know, you work in this business. I've worked so hard. People think that you just come out of nowhere. I'm like, of no, I've been fucking grinding for 12 years. Of course. And I'm worried about like having the longevity of it. You know, things are happening. I never had anxiety when things weren't going well. Or you, you, now that things are like popping off, I'm like, why? Who's this anxious person? Why am I like mm. second guessing what I'm doing? And you know, why are you? I don't know. You tell me. I can tell you, maybe. Please, you've been in this longer than I am. Well, I just think that maybe like, and I, we all deal with that, but I just think that like, um, like I, there's more at stake. Uh, yeah, you know this is this is gonna sound cheesy as fuck. Or, I love or, cheesy or, as fuck. Or, or corny and funny and stupid. Yeah. But like the first time I heard Biggie Small say "mo money, mo problems," I thought that was like a great catchphrase. Yeah. And then you understood what he was really saying. What truly, what Biggie was very poetically saying was, "Hey man, the moment I got a lot of success, a lot of fucking shit started going the other way." Yeah. Truly, I mean, he was extremely poetic. People can write it off as just a rap song. But the truth really was, he was saying like, hey man, the more things that I got, the more responsibility I had. I had to fucking do things for other people. I had to be worried about making sure that I'm still feeding the mouths of people that I'm employing. Uh, The sense of responsibility is unreal. It's huge, yeah. I'm like, if these shows don't do well, I've got two other like employees that are helping me. I, you know, you have all these fucking people that are on calls now. And mind you, I don't know who half the people are on these teams. They're like, you know, Jerry from Optics is in. (laughs) I'm like, what? The fuck? 
Hello, right. it's Jerry. Yeah. Haller, big fan. I'm like, Jerry, you don't know who the fuck yeah, I am. No idea. You just put on the team two days ago. He's like, listen, Heather, I really love yeah. what, you've, what you're doing. Yeah. No, yeah, you, the, the, the responsibility level goes through the roof, and I think it's a woe is me champagne problem, and for, for certain people will go, who fucking cares, you guys are whiny, but it is a thing that doesn't get talked about. The reason that mental health becomes a big issue in our business is because you're not allowed to express the idea that you feel ex- extreme amounts of pressure and yeah. anxiety about completing these tasks that are very daunting to do. They seem like, you just go out there and you fucking do your yeah. third hour and a half. Who cares? And you're like... You're like, I worked on that for a year to get material. And there's so much that goes into it. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I didn't just like... Building the house is a big fucking deal. And then you're like worried about all the things that goes wrong in a house, right? And you're only as good as your last project, right? Or your last show. Totally. And that's where I'm at because I'm doing this like big tour now and, you know, I'm bringing a newer audience, I think, of of women who maybe weren't really into stand-up before. But awesome. Because it's great. I'm like, fuck yeah, the more the merrier. But it's like I have a sense of responsibility. Okay, I got to keep this train rolling. Like yeah. I want to be like Joan Rivers, you know, 84, still doing shows. Like you that's will. what brings me joy. Um, but yeah, and that, then when you have other people on the payroll, you're like, I'm responsible whether or not they can pay their bills. Yeah, and you it's know what? Scary. Joan Rivers had those fucking ailments too. I, yeah. Look, the way I feel it is like this. If you are talented, yeah. and if you work hard, and if you somewhat keep your feet grounded, and you don't get too, you don't drink too much of your own Kool-Aid, there's no way you won't last. Now, you may not last the way you want to last. Right. Everyone's going to go through the canyons. Right. Right? You're just going to go up and down. Right. But if you still enjoy it and you're doing the things that you want and no one's dictating the stuff you put out, right? I don't know if you can lose. Okay. I don't I don't I appreciate I, that. I just don't believe in that. Like right. I just think you've you've obviously cultivated something so real. Well, and two, I feel like because <clears throat> of the world I came from, like self-starting, I've always had to write my own shit. I've always had to yeah. create the own opportunities. So the hustle there is not going to stop. Like I haven't gotten lazy just because there's other opportunities. Right. Now I'm even just like, okay, how many fires can, you know, how many sticks can we put in the fire? And that's dangerous to some degree. Yeah, because now I'm fucking tired. You got to stop doing that. And I'm, I don't just know. Just pick which fires you want to you want to tend to. Yeah, the porn company. <laughs> that's the one that I think we're going to make the most money on. And can I be honest? I'm, you, a, st- I'm a stakeholder in this, No, please. You yeah. are absolutely, I need your. We did it. Here. You have a niche thing. There's a lot of women who like redheaded men. Like you could, if you ever yeah. wanted to dabble in the performative porn arts, okay, you thrive. Talk to your wife about it. Of regular course, regular redhead. That's what yeah, I'll be called. That's my porn name. Regular, regular redhead. Redhead. Chicago redhead. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Everyone claps. I want a sitcom porn where you walk in and yeah. they, <laughs> and they clap. Yeah, they love to see you. Hey, hey, hey. here you know, I am. I have a catchphrase. <laughs> is that mine? You know, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> That's a lot of cum. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. There you go. Did you ever have aspirations to do uh, like sitcom type of shit? Oh, are you kidding me? I love it. I I think people like shit on it. That's my, I'm a theater kid. So are you kidding? Like that timing, that is my jam. So because you're a theater kid though and yeah. you found so much independent success, why then go to the other project? Do you even want to do that other stuff? I do because, you know, I as a writer, you want to create these other opportunities. Yeah. And so the show that I'm developing now is about my life and kind of everything that happened after my dad passed. And I don't know, again, very cheesy, but as a storyteller, I love cheese. I really hate the misrepresentation of Southern women specifically. So I'm like, all right, if this is my point of view, these are the stories that I want to tell. I want the show to go because I want to be able to tell the stories of like strong Southern women, you know, especially what do you think is misrepresented? Just that they, they're not independent. They don't do their own thing. Listen, I can come in here and say, oh, Mississippi, we don't read. I had the best fucking time of my life when I mm-hmm. die in a speedboat in Turks and Caicos. 94. 94. 
actually take my ashes and spread them in Oxford, Mississippi. Like Hell the yeah. South to me is full of really genuine, funny, uh, great people. And I hate this. Like when I come out to LA and New York and I auditioned to be like the Southern Belle and I'm like, this is the dumbest shit ever. Yeah. This isn't, you're, they're missing the mark. There's an entire representation of people who are not, you know, being entertained because everyone in LA is an asshole. <laughs> it's like, true. Southerners are idiots. They're not. You know? No, I know. Well, that's and I'm not really southern. I, I don't know. No, I am. No, but there is. But I've said this before. The stereotypes that exist are created by the business, even though they say they don't want to do that. It's like right when they say like they want gay men or gay women in the business, but they don't. They want they their don't. version. Exactly. Every gay guy has to be like, "Hello, queen." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of gay guys I know that throw footballs and knock you out and suck your dick. Like right. there's a lot of tough gay guys that are just like bro bros that I'm friends with. Also adding that to the porn. 100. Right. Bro bro tough bro, gay bro. guy. Yeah. Football suck football, dick. Football. Oh, you know. <laughs> But this idea that every gay guy is this like, yeah, girl, like yeah. that's I don't like that either, you know. Like, but I think it's beginning to get broken down because of creators, right? Uh -huh. Like, you're going to do your version, right? Which will inevitably shatter the walls. Yeah. This idea of like the the Southern Belle, whatever the fuck that is, yeah. Because reality shows kind of don't help. They don't help your case. They don't, and it's really storytelling. Like Florida Bama Shore, like oh, that's for never, fuck's sake, and that's not going to help anybody's case. You know, that's but the problem. Jersey Shore didn't help Jersey. You know, yeah, but but Jersey was like, that's us. That's like, they didn't give a shit. <laughs> that was Jersey. No, you're right. Yeah, the, and the, you're literally right. They embrace because that's the thing about that kind of North Yankee culture is like, yeah. we ain't kind of embrace the shit bags that we are. Mm -hmm. We do. We kind of don't need to shy away from it because like it's like, yeah, that's fucking is what it is. It is, yeah. It is what it is. That is very the mentality. Whereas the South has been misrepresented so for so long as far as like the cousin fucker, all that stuff, right. that the South kind of has to fight for this like, no, we're we are fancy. And you're like We are fancy. We are educated. Did I have hot cousins? Sure, sure. did. I wanted to yeah. kiss them. Very much so. Did you ever kiss a cousin? I did not kiss a cousin. Don't lie to but me. But they were from show. Boston. But I had twin cousins, and they are oh, very okay. handsome. But they you are. wouldn't. But if you had a. But they were from the south. You might have kissed them. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, and it's storytelling. Like a lot of my stand-up is is from my point of view in storytelling. It's like I can only share what I know, right? Sure. And and so I want to tell these stories. But yeah, I have, I have a lot of things going on. A lot of balls in the air. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how to juggle them right now. Keep those balls in the sack. Can I tell you something? Yeah. And I'm not trying to be cheesy. You are a phenomenal actor. Oh, I thank do watch you. all the things you do. Thank you. And you are a great actor. Do you enjoy it? Do you love it? Or do you just, I do. is there one road that you just particularly want to focus on? I always wanted to be a stand-up. Stand-up was the only yeah. thing I ever cared about. But I, but, but I do like acting yeah. a lot. Um, I think there's, the part of acting I don't like is uh, you, you do lose a sense of control. Like you, At some point, it's not about you. It's right. about the machine, which is nice because you're in a team. It's all the a machine big of the characters or the machine of the of the project. It's right. like you have to service other things. It's not about you. Right. So with stand up, I, I get to service me. It's all all me. Yeah, that's I why I do that. a 90 minute show. That's it's what the I most mean. Self-indulgent, yes. self-loving. Me, 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 me. me. Yeah. Yeah. It's about us. Yeah. So the thing about yeah. acting that's missing to me is that you are servicing other stuff. And and I'll be honest, we're selfish. That's why we're comedians. Mm -hmm. But we want to connect. We're selfish in such a positive way. I love connecting with these people. It's right. my favorite thing on earth. Right. Because I feel like we're doing it. Yeah. Whereas in acting, you're a part of a thing, a much larger than you. And if you learn to respect that, you, it can have a great career. But it is difficult sometimes. So that, yeah. that's my problem with it. I love it. But there are moments where I'm like, I don't want to do this thing right this way. Right. And you have to be a part of the thing and you have to service it like that. And I think it gets, it gets hard on you. I don't know how to say that, but it gets like. No, I hear you. It weathers you a little bit mentally. And when you're doing stand-up, like, the joke is always on me. 
you know, I can Pies always on your con- face. But yeah, I can always control the narrative. I'm always the one. It's from my point of view. Right. The joke is always on me. Um, yeah. But I mean, I'm I'm a nerdy theater kid. Like I love this shit. You now, do. Yeah. So your dream is to to have your own show. My dream is to have my own show, which you do right now. I mean, yeah, it, yeah, we're working on it. It's yeah. coming. Yeah, it's it will be picked. What up. would it be called? Good grief. I love it. Yeah, because sometimes grief name. can be good. Two words is great. Good grief. Good grief. Because um, that's also a thing in the South. That women say, like, oh, honey, good grief. Get over good it. Like, grief. push through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Darling. Darling, come on. Good grief. Yeah, I mean, I want to, obviously, want to have the show. Um, I don't know, like, real hopes in it. I want to host SNL. That's on my, like, top two things. I feel that for you. Because I really wanted to be on SNL, and then I never got it. And Did you so, test or, um, or audition? Yeah, I mean, I, early, but I never got to, to SNL. Yeah. In front of Lauren. I never tested in front of Lauren. I did that. You did. Of course you did. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I would do, like, you know, the the Just for Laughs and all that shit. But I I did not, never test it, but it's, this is so embarrassing. God damn it. Give I can't it, believe baby. I'm sharing this. Come on. I should pour you more whiskey. I know. I had a drink, and now I'm, I'm lo- loose. Do you want more, or you know you're done? You don't have to. I mean, I've got a little left. Okay. My high school yearbook quote. This is so embarrassing. Your yeah. fans are going to be so brutal no, about No, they're going to love it. It was live from New York. It's Saturday night. Because I always believe if you write shit down, it happens. I want you to know. So I was like, oh, in high school, I was like, I'm funny. I'm going to write this down. Yeah. Moved to New York. Da, 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 da. But now I'm like, okay, fuck it. i now making my own success. I just want to host SNL. Like, I think I, that's smart. I think I could do it. I absolutely believe in you. I'm writing movies. Like, I'm doing all this shit. I might as well just host it. I, I, in my heart of hearts yeah. of hearts, I believe you can. Oh, thank you, Andrew. <laughs> well, your skill is right. Your, your, your vibe is good. The mood you, like, the way you are is very, like, You've got a great warmth about you, so I just think you have the perfect thing to want someone to want to watch you host something. Yeah. I just need to be in a Marvel franchise, oh, so that way that. I'm a big enough star, no, so no. they'll let me. No, you no. Phoebe Waller-Bridgers, how do I, I always fuck up her fucking name. Phoebe Fleabag. Wa- yeah, uh, and, and of course, I'm going out and like pitching, when I was pitching my show, which is, it's a comedy. I hate when people are like, these are dark comedies, and the show's really fucking depressing, but there's like one awkward joke. Like, mine's a comedy about dark shit. And everyone, you have to compare everything to Fleabag. You know, I mean, they're like, is this like a Fleabag? You know? That's what they want to see. Yeah, that's, that's what, what they, they want to see. So they're like, okay, so like, is the vibe Fleabag? How I'm baggy like, is it? How baggy is it? But yeah. to be honest, it's one of the best shows I've ever seen it, in my fucking amazing. life. Amazing. I think she made absolute stunning television. When she... Like, I, that's, I just want her to... I, like, you know when people get knighted? Yeah, I want her to get knighted. I want her to get whatever America's version is that. Yeah. Whatever we... What would, what do we do? Give you a hot dog? What do we give you? Diabetes? I don't know what we do in America. <laughs> yes, we actually give you... We give you insulin. Insulin, yeah. And we're like, here you go. Now you're a type What's two. What's America's knighting? What do we do? What's a, what would be our royal version of mm. giving a blessing? The the president does like a... Um, like a pinning ceremony. Oh, you fucking, a that's not heart. cool. It's not. No, we need something more cool. Uh, it's it's it, something a fucking queen with a sword is and that's how cool is that? Something like you get a, a year pass to like Six Flags, you know, <laughs> or like oh, how many parks can you park. go to? A multiple, right? You can go all over. You can go to any Six Flags yeah, in the United States. Six Flags, holy over shit. Georgia, over Texas. You can go to Schlitterbahn, the Schlitterbahn. water park. Yeah, you can and go you to get and you get the fast pass. You go uh, right to the front. Full fast pass. Full fast pass. Jesus Christ, I think that's worth. Should it. Should we run for office? Yeah. You so these me. are the things that we're gonna do. <laughs> we're gonna start a golf, a golf. Hosting. Show. I'll host SNL. Mm-hmm. You'll quit acting. 100%. <laughs> we'll start our porn company. Yes. Um, I feel like we're off to a really good start. And we are. We have a very entrepreneurial spirit. When's we, your birthday? October 16th. Oh, okay. Coming around the corner. Yeah, you are. What are you getting me? I don't know. I don't know. What do you, what do you want? I'm going to get you a bunch of free shit yeah. that gets sent to me, like the beauty products, and then I'll send it to you 
Let's let me do a makeup tutorial. Yes. <laughs> Send me all the Let's makeup and it. I'll do a makeup tutorial. I bet you would slay. I had Trix, Trixie Mattel. Trixie came on the podcast and mm-hmm. I, she said she was going to give me a makeup tutorial, and we never did it, Trix. Yeah. So I'm still a little bit annoyed about that because I wanted to know her expertise on on drag makeup. She right. was going to show me how to do it, but we never did it, which I was a little fucking annoyed about. Well, and I, I want to do it. I want to learn makeup. I can teach you because you do it. Yours is good. Thank you. <laughs> we're gonna start all this stuff and I hope it maybe it comes through I feel like maybe we're putting it out and also on the SNL front yeah I think your goal is right the goal is right yeah I think hosting it is is cooler for you that because you're already doing your own thing yeah I've now decided I don't necessarily need to be a part of the pack I'm gonna do my own thing but yeah. then I just want to have that moment where I can say do my opening monologue like I dream about that that's do you have th- it written already um, well, they're definitely going to have to incorporate the fact that my high school yearbook quote was live from New York on Saturday night. Amazing. And I never got to audition. Like, I got to, like, the second round, but I never got to the stage. How right. was testing? Was it amazing? Uh, yeah, it was neat. It was very cool. <laughs> yeah. You'll never feel that. God damn it. <laughs> no, well, it was very cool. It I mean, I've submitted nice. packets. My manager and agents yeah. now are like, they're like, you don't, do you want to do that? I'm like, yeah, if they call me tomorrow, of course, I'd be on the stage. Yeah. Just jizz in my pants. I would never do it again. I'll yeah. tell you that. That was I like the acting thing right now. I really like that. That I love. And I, I don't want to mi- audition anymore. I'll you, be honest you with you. You should never. And I get I'm not there just yet. Like I'm still a little bit new. So they're like, we want to see you on tape. Like that is where my soul goes to die, but I do it. Do you think that like eventually no these I are still not- do tapes? You do okay, good. Of course I do. And you've yeah. been on like hit shows. Yeah, but I still do tapes. Okay, good. But I also I but I prefer to to meet with the people. If they say, Can we see him on tape? I would say, Can, Can I, I meet with you? you? I'd rather see you and you see me in person. Or send a photo of your butthole. Which I do. <laughs> right, right. Which I've and sent. that's why. That's why I'm on hit shows. There I, you go. No, I'm not I'm on one show that does well. i I but also, you know, the tribulations of the other stuff, I I fucking did anything to get roles i would work so hard to get roles and then yeah you're so proud of them and that i guess that's the other thing about acting when you ask like do i like it i love it i yeah. do really love it i'm not yeah, trying to it brings say you I don't, so much joy but it's really hard sometimes when like you put your heart into something and it doesn't go the way you want or turn out well or it gets fucking just shitted on and you're like well fuck off because they can't do that with stand-up with stand-up it's like my they came to see me it's me. I'm the one controlling it. Yeah. Well, and there's also so many other factors, right? right? With a TV show, you know, was the budget, you know, one of the lead actors wanted more money. So, right. you know, now they're going to cancel it. It's not just about whether or not the writing's good, the acting's good. No. And that's why comedians are good at golf, right? Because the <laughs> only person we have to blame at the end of the day is ourselves. It's me. And I can fight with myself. I can pick the wrong tools. I can set up the wrong joke, you right. know, didn't tee it up high enough. Went to. Fast in the backswing. Slow down. It's all. It's the same thing as comedy. But you know what they say in golf: the what? best way to the best way to, to to regain yourself is to slow down. You're rushing. Slow down. <sighs> you're right. Isn't this what you're doing? You're right. We're getting this wonderful metaphor out of these golf. We analogies. really are. You need to slow down because you're you're putting out great stuff and you're making great content and you're doing great. Yeah. You, and slow down. Enjoy it. Slow down. Do you indulge ever? Indulge like like Do you on spoil vacation. Yourself with something. I with a lot of massages. That's good. But Can give, I tell you, give, I, I, I buy, like, yeah, I bought a car and, like, I have a nice house, but I don't spend money on, a, like, the tchotchke shit. Yeah. I just get rubbed down seven days a week. <laughs> Do you seven days a week? And, honestly, like, three days a week. Love it. I, you- my love language is just a deep tissue. Ooh. I could sit in a food court in a mall in the valley and let the line cook from Panda Express rub my shoulders. I don't give a fuck who's <laughs> doing it. I, will let, I like a stranger rubbing me. Is that weird? Yeah, but the Panda Express guy is kind of strange. I don't know if he's qualified to rub your back. But if he just like rolled up and he had like a you know handful of samples, and then he was, I was just oh, sitting there eating my up. salad, and he was like, "Do you it. want me to rub your shoulders?" I'm like, 
Yeah, go for it. I get it. I'd want the Sabaro guy. Yeah. I'd want the pizza boy to just yeah. a sexy little pizza yeah, boy. A little Sabaro moment. And I'm like, is that shirt too tight? Take it off just in case. I don't want you to be. And he doesn't have to come out with like coconut oil. He's already got grease on the fingers. Exactly. So it's like lubed up. See? Mm-hmm. What do you indulge in? Nothing. Honestly, almost yeah. nothing. And really? it's really sad. Yeah, golf. Okay. Golf golf is like the only thing I'm I get to disappear on. Yeah. But I don't have any like spoils. I don't really do the thing where I'm like, uh I started to do vacations. Right. And then the world shut down and I, and now when are we gonna get to vacation? I don't know if that's I'm going like, on vacation. You are going I am. I'm going I'm going to Italy. I'm gonna go to Florence. I'm gonna get to see so people don't know that you're gonna go. Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah. Um well I've Tried to reschedule my wedding 65 fucking times because I was a COVID bride. And technically, I got legally married to my husband at the end of last year because our accountant was like, you got to. Uh, um, wait but, a minute. So you had your wedding during the during Roni? Uh, no, we literally just had to go to the courthouse and lock it up right before, like, New Year's. Oh, my God. Because we had to get that tax situation set up. Oh, you know yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That, that joint for the, file. For the government. For the government. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I'm supposed to get married next year in Italy, but I've rescheduled this six times. So who the fuck knows what's going to happen. But I love Italy. I thrive there. Yeah. Sicily, though, is my favorite. Oh, fuck it. I've never been to Sicily. I'm a southern scumbag. I'm from there, so my family's there. So it's just kind of like, I like, I know the Italians don't really like Sicily, but. My family's from up north, so that I know, we sense. don't, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. We're, we're. We got a little, we got some family from Positano, like down there. Yeah. But not, Sicilians are, it's a different thing. Go ahead and say what you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to Sicily. It's beautiful, man. <sighs> Saracusa. There's something about it that, to me, is just, uh, I like the culture down there. I just think it's a little bit different. And yeah. also because. Northern Italy is nice, but it's just like it's overwhelmed. Like, yeah, everyone is like, "Let's go to Rome," and then you go to. Rome I'm not a big like, Rome Jesus fan. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's the not worst. Not a big Rome fan. You go outside of Rome, and I, we landed, and I was uh, jet lagged so much, and you wanted to see the fucking Colosseum, and I was like, "Okay." Yeah. So we go, and there's those there's like Indian guys outside selling water. Yeah. And it's the most weird thing to hear. Just like, what, 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 what? And you're just like, I just want to go inside this fucking old stadium. Or you get, like, attacked by gypsies. And oh, now, yeah. And now, apparently, you're not allowed to say gypsies. I'm like, no, 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 no. Well, you but, can't? No, apparently you can't. They're travelers. But I said, a gypsy oh. is a woman who attacks you outside of the Rome train station <laughs> yeah. and tries to steal your purse. It's happened to me multiple times. That's a gypsy. That, get back, gypsy woman. Yeah. yeah. Tra- travelers are real people. Travelers are, That yes. woman was a gypsy. There's Irish... Travelers. Yes. That's a big thing in our culture. Yeah, big time. Yeah. But, but that woman was a gypsy. That woman was a gypsy. If you're a thief, you're a gypsy. Thank you. And by the way, we just got canceled for we this did. right now. <laughs> we 100%. TMZ. So uh, guess what? All the things that we talked about, that work that we worked through, those emotions, it's all fucked up. Yeah. Well, we're fucked up a little bit. We are. To want to do this kind of stuff, it makes you a little bit fucked up, don't you think? Can I tell you? I said that the other day. I got off stage. I had a great show, and I, I looked at one of my friends. And I was like, why the fuck do I do this? Like, it was an outer body experience. I was oh, like, yeah. why do I do this for a living and get a rush out of it? What else would you do? Yeah, great point. That's what I think about all the time. I said that today. I was wearing, I was shooting this thing this morning. Yeah, I saw it with the kids. With the kid, my sons. How cute are those kids? So Holy cute. Fuck. And the one of them is so cute. Oh my God, he was so cute. And I said, what's your name, buddy? And I'm getting to know the young actor. Mm-hmm. And he he has like, a, he had a little bit of a speech impediment and he spelled out his name because he knows it was hard to <sighs> say. So he said, A-A-R-O-N, Aaron, because he couldn't say it right. You know, he, yeah. his speech. Yeah. I wanted to just hug him so tight. But they were the sweetest. But I was in a bi- I was in a fucking, um, uh, um, you know, like a business. I like slacks. I was wearing yeah. slacks, and they were so tight and so uncomfortable. And I j- and I said to one of the sound guys, he was walking by, and I was like, "Thank God, this is what I do is play pretend." Because if I had to be a real man and wear pantsuit like a right. suit, every I'd be fucking miserable. I don't want to wear that shit. It was so uncomfortable. 
My ass is kind of chunky for my. I'm like, I've got broad shoulders. I could not be in a blazer, it's a fucking like an Ann Taylor blazer. Oh, Kill me. God, no way. Also, we would never pass the HR. No. Like the the day one, like day the one. training day one, I'm fucked. They're like Heather, why yeah. you can't call her a gypsy? <laughs> You're like, well, that bitch was a gypsy. I'm like, yeah, she, she stole fucking stole my, my lunch. Stapler. I didn't, and yeah, yeah. And she knew that I want that idea. We would get fired right away, and I yeah. think in those in that strict world, I thank God that we do what we do, and also. Mm-hmm. You're so good at what you do. Why do you? You wouldn't want to do anything else. I you, wouldn't. I mean, you, I, I could. I could do sales. No. Set, no, but I could do. I could do medical sales. They make so much fucking money. Yeah, but you wouldn't I'm want like the money. Judging be around fucking, with doctors, you'd be bored selling I, medical shit. I would be. You're right. There's nothing wrong. With people to do it. You wouldn't. Do I it. would. I know. It'd be hard on you. But then I, you know, they, you bring in lunch to the office. You're talking to doctors. Like I like a schmooze. Hey, doc. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. But it's also setting you up for some trouble because the doctors are going to see you. Yeah. Bl- bl- big, blonde, beautiful woman. You know what I mean? They're flirting Solid with you. Solid toes. It's over. It's, <laughs> it's over. over. They've seen your feet on OnlyFans. It's over. Exactly. You're going to marry a doctor. Then what are you going to yeah. do, do about Jeff Daniels? What am I going to do? I mean, he's living the life of Riley. Will you do me a favor? Will you mm-hmm. pull the fans after this and be like, hey, would you pay money to see Heather's toes? Because I just need to know if this passive Com- income. Comment below right yes, now. Please. Comment below on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, and if you're just listening to the podcast, get on the YouTube and comment on that. <laughs> Would you like to see Heather's toes? Have you do? Are your feet on the internet at all? No, and I have a pretty like you got nice. Foot. You have nice toes. I have really nice ankles. I have a nice ankle foot ratio. Oh, yeah, very like like a slender ankle, but I have a very I have a wider foot. But I've I've gotten catcalled before because of how my feet. big are your feet? They're big. They're size ten. See people. See, yeah, men love mm-hmm. the, the big for the big yeah. money makers in the yeah. foot fed world. Gotta have big feet. Gotta have big feet. Sixes Look, and sevens, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Gotta be eight plus. I mean, I've gotten actually like, and I I like a cat call as long as you're not physically aggressive. I do, like when you're like, chivalry's dead. I don't want that to go away. Mm. Like if I'm walking down the street and you're like, damn girl, I want to suck those toes, I feel good about myself. Because you got hot toes. I got hot toes. As long as it doesn't feel physically threatening. Right, as long as you don't invade my space, if you're right. on the other side of the street, and I can be like, thanks babe, and keep going, <laughs> and then like get on the bus, I'm good. <laughs> First of all, you're not getting. I'm not getting in the bus. bus. (laughs) I'm getting in my Jetta. What's the rudest cat call that you've had? Well, it wasn't rude, but a man and it was actually it wasn't really rude at all. But a man came up to me after a show once, and he was like, "Damn, girl, never lose your groceries." Ooh. And I had to think about it, and I go, "I'm so sorry. What do you mean?" Like, literally, took the time. He's Mm -hmm. like, "Yeah, I had to think about it, didn't you?" He's like, "You know, your melons." And then he just left, (laughs) and he like peeled off, like rolled off me, and and I was like, "He got on the bus. He got on the bus. Yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah." (laughs) And I was like, "Okay." Yeah, so, I mean, but it still made me think. I mean, does anybody really yell at you like you got a lazy eye, bitch? Nobody does that. New York, yeah, New York. Yeah. yeah. Well, they they'll they'll say something nice and then it, it, they'll say something not nice. They'll say something gross. Yeah. And if you don't give them any response, then they're like whatever, bitch. Yeah. You know, one leg is longer than the other one. You know that <laughs> yeah. if they, if you don't turn around and go, okay, yeah. you know, if you don't give them a little something, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How come we don't get cat called? I would like to. It'd be nice if a woman I said something degrading to, to me. Call. Well, you should degrade men sometimes. Uh, you, you're okay. We've been doing it for so long. It's your yeah. turn. Okay. I want women to start saying stuff. You know, like you've got tender eyes. Yeah. Something like that. Or no, degrade me. Okay. You know, nice you, ass ginger bitch. <laughs> Let me feel that. <laughs> okay, I'll if do it. If a woman yelled that at me, I yeah. would be like, oh fuck yeah. You yeah. know. And then you're gonna turn around and fucking sue me. Litigious. <laughs> I know your type. I'm calling your sister. Yeah, call my sister. Did you feel wronged? Yeah. Did a blonde I, call you something mean? <laughs> Call you a ginger bitch a ginger and then bitch. run you over with her car. <laughs> <laughs>
Oops. Yeah, no, I think I think it's time for women to catcall men. That's how I feel. I think okay. it's time for women to like be kind of the aggressors in that regard. Okay. You know, Bumble, or not Bumble. What's the one where, yeah, Bumble is the one where the woman asks the man? Yes. Hinge, hinge. No, I think it's Bumble. Bumbles. Oh, it is? Yeah. Whoever initiates we, first. We're not on them. I wasn't in the game. Yeah, I wasn't in the game. But, I, but I, whatever that one is, I thought that was cool. I want them to take that to the newer level where women are the aggressors. And you know what? Sometimes like a woman will hit on me on the on the internet. Yeah. And like if it's super aggressive, sometimes I'm like, yo, props. Thank you. Yes. No, th- I can't. No, thank you. Yeah. But also keep doing this. And, Go out there mm-hmm. and fucking shoot your shot at men because guys shouldn't have to do it all the time. I particularly like specifically um, black men give the best. Like I love it because they're very specific in what they want. Right. I feel like white guys kind of like teeter around. They're like. I kind of want to skin you and wear you, but black guys are like, I want to tickle your toes and make you spaghetti. And you're like, that sounds like an amazing evening. You know, like, it's just very yeah. specific. Yeah. White yeah. guys do want to wear your skin a little bit. Uh, a lot of Saudi men, you know, Middle Eastern. They, oh, they want to wear your that, skin. What they do. Well, they want, they're like, be my bride, kind of. Let yeah. me own you. Yeah. But the, yeah, white guys, it's sometimes they can, you get a Trevor. You get one Trevor. What does he say? Just something creepy, you something know? unfortunate. One, yeah, and it's not even like, it's just like, I wonder what your hair smells like. And Can I like, keep your hair? Yeah. <laughs> That's so fucked up. And then I give him my number, and mm-hmm. I'm like, here's my number, call me, here's my address. Send a dick pic to my husband. Send a dick pic to my husband, and we're Gucci. All right, here's something I want to try. Open mm-hmm. your request to your DMs right now. Okay. And will you read me one awkward hitting on you thing? Yeah. Because I feel like you do get gross, weird ones. No, I, I really don't. Hold on. Do you okay. not get a weirdo guy that says weird it, stuff? Can I? Well, I do every now and then, but it's mostly women. Like, I get a lot of women. Do you get hit on by women? Oh, I do. I love a power lesbian. But do they hit, but are they, what do they say? Like, what's their move? Are they like, listen, dude, I'm, I'm really looking to see if I can get you involved in my okay, world. Okay, but these are just, these are the requests from like the last hour. Yeah, like, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot of a lot. women. Um, I get a lot of guys. I do get a lot of guys. Yeah, do you get a lot? Do you get a lot of guys? I get a lot of guys. A lot of guys that are a lot of guys saying whatever. But I also get guys sometimes that say, you know, this is common. Okay, uh, gay guy, you're gay. A lot of people just call me gay. <laughs> I get called gay very. It's a real often positive on my end. They're like, "Girl, love the hair." You yeah, know, yours are sweet and fun. They are sweet and fun. Mine are just like, "Shut up, gay." Okay. Yeah. Um, I also I'm I a matchmaker, and so I put up a lot of like my single friends. Who are guys? Oh. I put them up. So if you have any single friends, I have a strong female following. I throw them to you. Yeah, please. Literally, if you're like, yo, I got ten dudes in comedy that are single. Perfect. Send them my way. I will put them up, and then I let the ladies do the work. I learn like, ladies, you have to reach out to them. I put them up. I've, you know, does this work so far? It's I, I've had four f- people who are engaged. Holy four. shit! I'm officiating a bunch of weddings next year because I, I have like guys from high school that I would put up that were single. And you're taking found, a fee for this? I should. Yeah, you fucking should. I should. As much as you're, that, like, yeah. you're, you're making lives happen. Mm-hmm. You're birthing generations. Yeah, I get a high off of it. I do. I just love putting people together. I'm a networker, a connector. You really are. <laughs> I want you to start. I want you to start. It probably seems like it. I took an Adderall today. I'm sorry. I didn't. It's no, just, I like it. It's refreshing to see I like down it because I work, because I work today. So I feel yeah. like I'm a little tired because when I work, yeah, Papa gets a little tired. Mama Papa gets, gets. Papa gets a little tired. Daddy gets so tired. Daddy gets tired. <laughs> and also, I ate vegetarian again, and I'm trying to. Mm, how's that? That's really hard. Yeah, it's really hard. And I honestly, I don't like it. I don't like it I don't either. Fucking like it. But I'm trying just because I was eating so much red meat that I was like, all right, yeah. let me just calm down a little bit. And then on the other end, when they're like keto, I'm like, I can't eat. That's I'm Italian. Insane. I cannot eat processed salami all day and just. Hard blocks of cheddar. I can't do oh, fuck. it. Fuck, my that's not. I can feel my fart. Like yeah. I can feel my body. <laughs> it just farts out how sad and fucked uh-huh. up I feel. I do feel better when I eat 
at least one meal a day vegetarian. I will say that because Smart. for years, dude, I've been eating. I'm a Midwest kid. Yeah. For years, I've been eating like sausage, eggs, or bacon and eggs in the morning with with as much coffee as I can put inside of my body. Lunch yeah. is always like a sandwich or a salad, but there's meat in those things. And then dinner's always a meat. And I'm more of a mayonnaise-based dip kind of gal. Oh, yeah. Like if I come to your house and you have a spinach dip, a pimento, maybe a French onion, and there's mm-hmm. not full-fat mayonnaise or sour cream, I'm I'm walking out of your home. I'm and I'm going to get it. And I'm going to get it. Yeah. So give me the di- give me your dips. Ooh, okay. Top dip. What are we talking? Top dip's pimento. It's got to be good pimento though. Okay. Homemade pimento cheese. Then I'm going to go French onion. Mm. Then a warm spinach dip. By the way, pause real fast. Yeah. French onion with Lay's original potato chips. Absolutely. Is there a beat? Is there a There's fucking combo better. that wins? Yeah. Jesus. And people try and elevate it with like a pita chip. No, no, no. Get the I want fuck a ruffle out of here. Yeah. yeah I want to feel it. Oh, yeah. the ruffles with ridges. Give it to me. Yeah. Pita chip. Take a fucking walk. Pita chip. <laughs> Get out of here. You too much chip. It's too much chip. And I don't. And it's too thick. I don't need a pillow chip. Too crunchy. Yeah. I want it to melt with the fat of the mayonnaise fat. in the mouth. The chip's supposed to complement the dip. It's yeah. not supposed to be about the chip. Stop showing off, chip. Could not agree with you more. So then we go pin, pimento. Pimento, French onion. onion. Then I'd probably hit a warm spinach dip, specifically from a place called Houston's. Y'all have it here, South Beverly Grill. We do. The, I fuck that up. Like it's when I'm homesick, so that's what I want. I want a spinach dip. That oh. shit is bomb. Do you want spinach and artichoke? Or no, you don't want the artichoke? Yeah, no, I want spinach and artichoke. Okay. You could put spinach and, you know, Loose semen in there, and I'm going to eat it. They I don't care. That. They yeah. have that. Yeah, there is a place in West Hollywood that does that. <laughs> yeah, it's called Benders. There is a place that does that. And I'm yeah. ready. We should go there afterwards. <laughs> we will. <laughs> so that, and then what's what, and what's the one that you like? Not the biggest fan of, but you're still going to eat it if it's at the party. Okay. Well, one, I don't fuck with any sort of rotel. Like I don't. Okay, this is my one weird thing. I don't like fake cheese. Yeah, fake cheese. Like is any kind of Velveeta. Um, Kraft Singles is my biggest fear. Get the fuck. If out you want to fuck with me, put Kraft Singles like on my pillow, and I will. I can't. I can't even smell it. <laughs> so I'm not going to fuck with that. But if it's at a party and I'm like drunk enough, I will still take it like a Tostito scoop and scoop into. You'll have it. I'll have it. I, yeah. But cr- with American cheese, I won't fuck with that. Get out of here. And I don't like a seven layer dip. Too many layers. What are we doing? I, unless you're mixing it up. Mm-hmm. No. I don't need it. I don't need it. It's I don't. a lot. I don't like it. It's all cold. Why are the beans cold? Why are there black olives in it? I'm not fucking with it. Just give me the guacamole. Give me the guacamole. Give me the fucking guacamole, Thank you. please. You get it. My top on the list, though, is pub cheese. I, I just... Pub, oh, I love a pub cheese, Fuck though. me. Pub cheddar cheese is <laughs> yeah. like, holy shit. A mm-hmm. friend brought it over. My friend Michelle brought it over. I was like, oh, man, I shouldn't eat this because, you know, like, I'm about to go to work the next day. And, like, whenever I eat too much and drink too much and I get on camera, then I feel sad and I yeah. see it. <laughs> They're like, play back. I'm like, don't play back. Please. I want to see it. I don't yeah. want to see it. Yeah. But I, w- but I took a couple of bites of pub cheese, and by the end of it, it was almost gone. And my yeah. dog was looking up at me like, And I, I'm, I'm all or nothing. Yeah. I'm either on a five-day cleanse because I hate myself because I'm preparing for something, or I'm face down, ass up at just like Casa Vega. You mm. know what I mean? Just fucking it up. That's how I, but that's how we're supposed to that's live. That's how we are supposed to live. Moderation is cool, but it's fucking boring. It is boring. And even when I tried, you know, like, I, I, I'm a confident woman, but even when I tried to, like, get at my thinnest, I still know, like, I wasn't ever thin. You know, <laughs> so I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to be, like, juicy and own a porn company and put feet, feet pick out there and have my... Pimento cheese dip. And you're a bad bitch. You're going to k- keep killing it like that. And you know what? If anybody so. has a problem with it, they can fucking fight Suck you. Suck it. They can fight you first. They act- Suck it. See me in the streets. See this motherfucker <laughs> in the streets, ho. At the Beverly Center. Yeah. Eating, yeah. No, at the be- at Beverly Grill or at Houston's eating that dip. That's right. Bitch. Bitch. All right. We end the episode. At this, yeah. I could talk to you for about five hours yeah. straight. It's unfucking real. Um, 
you're so wonderful. I hope people oh, go you see you on me. tour. Yeah. Uh, your tickets are still available. I was looking at your tour right now. Yeah. You're, you're pushing You're pushing some tickets, mama. We are. We're going Mama's places. Mama's pushing some ticks. Go to heatherontour.com. Heather on tour. This is our yeah. Sebastian. Yeah, yeah. Go to heatherontour.com. <laughs> we'll put it in the description below. Um, go see her live. Please uh, do. This comes out uh, a week from tomorrow. So where, uh, you, where are you going to be in the next ensuing couple of um, weeks? I'm going, I'll be in Vegas, Labor Day weekend. So oh, perfect. Hell Playing the yeah, Mirage. Come baby. see me. Come see me, baby. I'll take my top off. Are you really going to do? Don't do that. Don't no, give, I won't. Don't give it away for free. I won't. But, but go see her. She might. She might. I might show you an she areola. Might, she, might, <laughs> she might take one nip out. But go to, uh, go to say your website again. Heatherontour.com. Heatherontour.com. Yeah. Uh, please go see her live. We end the episode the same way. You look into that camera right okay. there and you say, one word or one phrase, it's going to close the episode okay. when you're ready. It's going to okay. close out the whole... This is going to be cemented in history. So one word or one phrase. Absolutely, yes. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. You were that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are now. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers.